Fed can just print more money out of thin air, but the government's always going to be in debt to the Fed. Always. gentlemen another monday has passed us by mondays are always fun for me man getting to do this show is uh such a blast and this episode was no different as you know this um episode that you're about to hear has already aired on the great deception so i encourage you to check those out more current events more um you know on par with the times right the the news cycle is less than 24 hours it's like 24 minutes now and, you know, the, the current things that we usually talk about are, you know, a week old and therefore out of date. But um, I don't know, sometimes these are kind of timeless, man. We did a 4th of July episode. We didn't talk too much about like foundational aspects of the country or any of that stuff. We were infiltrated by a Canadian, but he's a nice Canadian. I consider him almost American. Really, I consider all of Canadians almost American. They're great people up there. Okay, a lot nicer than us. And uh, the Canadian I'm speaking of is Davey Wavy. Okay, Red Pill Cartel Podcast, if you want to check him out. Really sweet dude. And, um, you know, we also had um, Andrew for America on here. And it was just a blast of a conversation, man. Matt's always on there. He's doing his thing. And we just have a, a good freaking time, man. So um, with these two additions to this Monday Night Master Debaters, just a fun time as usual. Okay. Now, um, I'm I, I'm kind of running the intro to this a little different i got together with a buddy and he brought one of his co-hosts on this is of course ron weed and you'll hear that nice voice of his he pops in and um i came at him asking if he knew much about this nicholas poussin and nicholas poussin is an artist from the 1600s um he was born in normandy in 1594 and I'm not sure exactly when he passed away, but what's really significant about him is after spending some serious time in Rome, he goes back to France, seemingly for no reason, from the years 1640 to 1642. And this is under Louis XIII and Cardinal Richelieu or whatever the fuck. I mean, these French people have crazy names. Um, and it is kind of ironic that we're talking with a Canadian here and I am talking about some Frenchies in the beginning of this episode but um i was at this used bookstore and i come across this little booklet it's not quite a book it's only 32 pages long and definitely kind of mind-blowing shit in here and ron being this great numbers guy and you know he's got this interesting past i figured hey um let's see if he knows anything about it he hadn't heard of him but he looked into him and found some really interesting stuff he's good at throwing um, some esoteric explanations onto paintings and works of art, as we did with some other Masonic artists in a previous episode. This was weird, though, man. I thought that I had a good grip on what was going on here. Once we started talking, actually right before we started talking, 
I gave Ron a call and I was like, dude, I just listened to some shit that blew my mind. And now I don't know anything about what we're about to talk about right now. It's one of those things where you'll think that you haven't figured out and then you'll hear someone else talk about it and you're just not even comfortable trying to put your thoughts down. So I'm not going to lie. I bombed. Okay. I bombed out hard, but uh, I wanted to be respectful of Ron's um, research. And then his buddy, Zach, his co-host Zach popped on and we, we all just had a conversation about this and I'm going to throw this up on YouTube uh, soon, but I want to get a more concrete laid down version of the episode together. Now, what made me buy this booklet is not only for the fact that it's from England, it's got a pound sign on the damn uh, freaking, or is that a euro? No, yeah, it's a pound sign. On the back, I mean, it was four four pounds and 95 quid or however the fuck they do their medieval money over there. And this is printed, it looks like back in 1995. So not terribly old, but I mean, it's in great condition. And I was looking at it, you see this dude's goofy ass face. This packet's written by um, David Wood and Ian Campbell. And I looked at the back, I actually picked it up and put it down. And then I was like, well, shit, it's a short little book that I can probably bang out a cool episode on this. If it's cool, let me see what's on the back. And it says this. It's pretty interesting. And this is what drew me into it. A great secret lies buried in a remote valley in the foothills of the Pyrenees. And in recent years, it has coined the title, The Mystery of Renlais Chateau. An initial investigation by David Wood, one of the authors of this, revealed previously unsuspected connections with the remote past and the possibility of an advanced intelligence having left mankind a warning of an impending disaster. These findings were published under the title of Genesis, the first book of Revelations. This is another um, book by Mr. Wood and Mr. Campbell here, the same authors of this booklet. Subsequently, David Wood was joined by Ian Campbell, and together they not only confirmed Wood's findings, but produced a mathematical proof of both the intelligence and the message within Gene Set Target Earth. Now, I have not read that book, and I don't want to. I want to get this little idea down first. It goes on to say, now, probably thousands of years after its initiation, the, it transpires that Nicolas Poussin, the most prolific of the French artists, recorded a coded confirmation of his awareness of the mystery in his Les Bergers de Arcadie. This is uh, translated to the Shepherds of Arcadia. And what you're going to hear is Ron's explanation of this painting, okay? Now, this booklet contains the proof of its connection. I'm sorry, this booklet contains the proof of his connection with what has been referred to as the greatest mystery in the history of France. And you take some really, really interesting connections here that are just made in this short, short booklet. But, I mean, it's it's such a dense read that I read through it a couple of times, and I actually need to take like diligent notes it talks about pi and phi and the golden ratio it talks about this weird little church in ran le chateau which is this little area in south france where it's allegedly a church dedicated to mary magdalene now i only reason i say allegedly is because it's kind of tough to know exactly there are shrines of mary magdalene all over the church there's a devil taking a knee right when you walk in and this devil holds holy water and it's uh on its back um devil by the way has gotten its head knocked off twice and the mary magdalene has gotten its head kicked in twice on its uh on its uh sort of mural of sorts 
Now, this is significant because there's a lot of hermetic ideology kind of sparsely thrown throughout this little church, which was a shithole, by the way, until this priest who was kind of down on his luck ends up getting the equivalent of today what would be 3 million euros in Frankish money. I think it was like 600,000 francs back then um, to remodel this church. The guy was 33 years old when this happens, okay? Converts the entire church, which is a Presbyterian church, I believe, converts it to a Masonic temple of sorts. But it is still technically a church. I mean, it's complete with the checkerboard floor. You have this devil taking a knee, which is a, a big focus. For some reason, they say it's the devil, but a lot of people say it's Osmodius, which is kind of loosely the devil. It's a demon, really. But people say it's Osmodius. People say... It could be the Cathars God, which is, uh, you know, the materialist God, the God that created the material world, which would, again, be the devil in the Cathars belief system. Um, they don't really talk about the Jesus and John the Baptist sculptures that are on the opposite side of the room, also taking these and looking like they're either about to do battle with this devil or what? I mean, it's, it's, it's an interesting idea, the symbolism within this church. And this church seems to be the key to some of the deeper mysteries connected within this painting of Arcadia that was thrown together uh, very carefully by this Nicholas Poussin. Um, so much stuff to get into. Like I said, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable putting up the episode. Ron killed it. His friend Zach, his co-host, killed it. Um, like I said, I bombed. I, I thought that I had a handle on it, and I, I really didn't. So I'm going to put something cool together for it and uh, and definitely revisit it. But it's going to take some time. So this will be a little teaser of sorts. And um, it's kind of interesting to look at this painting that we're going over, because not only is there three shepherds and a shepherdess who is alleged to be Mary Magdalene herself, which I'll kind of get into a little bit here. Ron nails this description of this painting. And they're these three men are kind of over a tomb. And this tomb or this crypt was actually a very real place in a very real location, which is depicted in the painting. But for some reason, the tomb was blown up. And now it's made illegal to dig anywhere around this tomb. And remember what I said about this whole thing, that there's this clue from this superior intelligence force that left that was left for humans to try and come across kind of warning of an impeding disaster here. So, I mean, this is, this is really, really important information. I feel that is hidden underneath this tomb or this crypt tons and tons of symbolism within it. And we're going to at least go through the ideas of the painting. But um, if you're curious and you don't want to wait until I throw something together for this, um, that's more in depth and more clear, check out rain le chateau, R E N N E S. L.E. Chateau. Chateau will pop right up as soon as you get that out. Some great YouTube videos on it. I mean, it is deep, though. I mean, hours and hours of research goes into this for people that can coherently tell you about what's going on here. So um, usually I would tackle a subject like this, and I will, but I'm not ready for it yet. This is some deep shit, man. I cannot stress that enough. They get into some of the angles within pentagrams and how this ha plays into... Um, you know, this this layout of these churches in all of southern France where the prime meridian goes right through and that plays into it. And, you know, just one of the one of the absolutely most mind blowing things I looked into. So 
I don't want to waste too much time up front here because Ron does uh, go through a description for about a half an hour. And this is not Ron from New England. This is Ron Weed. You need to check out his podcast if you haven't. They goof around. They have a lot of fun. But Ron is an extremely intelligent dude. And I haven't talked to his two co-hosts much. I've talked with Zach here. He's a very nice guy. Very smart when what he did contribute here for sure. And, and you know, has a unique perspective. And then Trey, who was on an, a separate episode with Ron and myself here where we talked about, um, I forget what we talked about. We talked about some mythological shit because it tied in with Rosicrucians and all these things running the future. And uh, so he gets into these really weird topics that I normally wouldn't touch. And again, not really the type of thing that I would look into here, but now I'm just fascinated. And, uh, you know, so I'm, I'm going to have to look into it. But um, yeah, Nicholas Poussin, if you want to look into him, P-O-U-S-S-I-N mind-blowing shit and um makes me really kind of feel like i don't know a damn thing about anything you know learned a little bit about hermeticism and how important it is to live by the sword die by the sword like that's actually something that the hermetic people the the people that follow hermes and um toth right they believe that it's actually very noble to die by getting your head cut off um so you see that repeated within these you know like I said, the devil getting his head knocked off twice, Mary Magdalene's shrine getting destroyed where her head gets kicked in. Um, there's paintings that Poussin has done where figures, statues have their heads fallen off and they're just sitting right next to them. Very intentional, right? A lot of hermetic properties, some some ties with some other really interesting figures throughout history, Louis the Thirteenth being one, um, and then and then Cardinal Richelieu too. So like I said, I can ramble about this, but I can't really give you any deep information um, until I look into this further. So we'll we'll do that for sure. And um, I mean, until then, guys, enjoy this description that Ron does so well. If you want to pull up the painting that he's describing, like I said, all you need to do is type in the um, Shepherds of Arcadia. You don't need to type in the French version of it. The Shepherds of Arcadia, maybe throw in Nicholas Poussin. And um, see if you can find a very clear light version of it, because there's some dark versions where you can't see the prime meridian portrayed on the tomb. You can't see the laurels that certain key figures in the painting are wearing and so on. So um, just um, insane stuff. I'm, I'm going to shut up. We're going to listen to Ron uh, break this down and then we'll roll into this fun episode with Davey, Andrew for America, Matt and myself. So thank you guys for your support. No plugs here. Let's just have fun. Let's let's stop taking this so serious, okay? Uh, enjoy this uh, Monday Night Masturbators after we uh, we hear from Ron here, guys. On top of all the geometrical patterns and things like that, you know, you that's like what I was saying is, uh, you know, there's always uh, different perspectives. And Poussin himself said that uh, his paintings can be read by looking at the facial expressions. And so um, with this painting here, well, the first thing that's obvious is uh, the shadow is not the same of the, it's not the shepherd who's pointing at it. It's not his actual shadow. Like, have the you guy, noticed that? The guy on his knee? Yeah, guy on his knee. That's supposed to be a shadow. But if you look at the way the shadow is, is created, that, that couldn't be his shadow. Okay. So, um, and with Poussin being so detailed and stuff like that, you know, that's uh, what a lot of people say is that it's actually the Grim Reaper's scythe. Oh, like shit. That. Yeah. And what I would think is that maybe what he's showing is our light bodies 
and that our light bodies necessarily wouldn't be would be shaped maybe differently than our physical bodies because we wouldn't need uh joints and things like that if we had a body of light huh. like what would the you know the what would be the reason for having appendages <laughs> you're just a light being <laughs> yeah um so um, I did want to point out too that devil figure, that Osmodius devil figure in uh, in the church of Rain Le Chateau is uh, mm-hmm. he's also taken a knee, and then something that's not pictured nearly as often is on the other side of the checkerboard floor where the devil is is taking a knee like this, which is mm-hmm. another hermetic symbol. Supposedly taking a knee is like the the symbol of conquest, right? Like if everyone takes a knee, um, they're submitting. That's a that's a mm-hmm. universal symbol of submission. Which is interesting because you're starting to see this take a knee thing kind of repeated in modern times. But in the actual church, there is a John the Baptist and Jesus on the other side. And it looks like, I mean, a lot of people will will argue about what the meaning of that is, where it's like, is this where Jesus and the devil are twins? Is um, the devil the good guy and Jesus is the bad guy? I mean, people argue about this shit all day. Um, Are they about to play some sort of game because there's a checkerboard uh, chessboard type situation on the bottom but it is interesting now that you point that out how he's on the knee how the devil's wearing the blue robe just like this this uh shepherd is here because mm-hmm. um, there's three male shepherds and one shepherdess right that's yeah. one thing for anyone that would just be listening to this but yeah and jesus is the shepherd you know um sure. so uh but the one thing i wanted to point out here um like you know looking at it like you know, we're looking at it a logical perspective, right? Now let's look at it as more of like an esoteric, um, different, different perspective. So, um, everyone in this, uh, image is wearing like sandals, mm-hmm. except for the figure on, on the left. The one standing um, and it, almost straight up, standing almost straight up. And if you see the way he's looking down at the shepherd in the middle, um, it's almost like, mischievous i don't know almost like uh you know like you know some sort of like like he doesn't want this guy to understand while the fig uh the female um you know also represents i I would say represents lady wisdom Mm -hmm. because we hear about that all the time where uh you know even king solomon said that the personification of intelligence or something like that would be like a, a woman or something like that with lady wisdom but um in one of the gnostic texts and we see that the other guy in the red, she has his, her arm on, on him kind of saying like, and you see how, what he's doing, he's looking back at her and pointing at him. And then she's, he's pointing not at the wordings that, that he is, but pointing towards uh, his, you know, mind, his pineal gland area. So what I wanted to say about the other shepherd to the left, look how he's, his arm is resting on top of the tomb. Mm -hmm. so what a tomb is is uh something that contains right it contains something of significance so him resting his arm on the tomb almost makes it seem like he he is for the tomb right he wants him to you know he's in charge of that uh that makeup the the blocks that built it and um also uh he's also the figure that doesn't have sandals right so he's more of like with nature he is like in tune with nature could this be a representation that the shepherd on the left is pan you know shepherding people to 
to uh, the physical makeup, right? What what can be touched, what can be felt, um, and the logical side of the mind, where the person on the right, he's almost like appearing out of her belly, right? Almost like he would be like the angel, oh, yeah. you know, uh, coming out of her belly. Now, also, I wanted to also point out that um, the shepherd on the left and the shepherd on the right, they're wearing uh, those leaf bands, and those things are called uh, laurel wreaths, and they well, were on their head, uh, they're wearing them. Yeah, the the two shepherds and, and the shepherd in the middle isn't wearing one. Mm. So uh, these were symbols of uh, accomplishment and distinction, almost exclusively worn by men, um, and uh, they represented uh, the realms of Apollo, and um, which were sports, music, and poetry which we see in modern times is what is idolized, right? Which who are the stars in modern times. Um, so Apollo was the God of divine distance. He was the God who made mortals aware of guilt and purified them of it. Kind of like what we, what, what is said of like Saturn, you know, like Saturn yeah. isn't really, he's, he's the one holding you down, but you're supposed to overcome him. And um, so uh, overcome those guilts and sins. So um, Apollo um, communicated knowledge of future of the future with mortals and also the what the will of his father was. Right. So we think of Jesus right uh, there. And um, Apollo actually died after he insulted Eros, which was the god of love, <laughs> surprisingly. Mm. So um, another interesting thing about that is apollo was punished by zeus for killing uh cyclops or something like that and his punishment was to serve king amadatus of tussley um as a shepherd for one year interesting yeah. so interesting enough that he would put the laurel leaf uh laurel wreaths on the shepherd on the left and the shepherd on the right but not the shepherd that is seeking the words right pointing towards the words so I feel like the shepherd in the middle would, would represent the basic man. The shepherd on the left would represent, uh, you know, ball, pan, whoever, the one that's keeping you here. And the shepherd on the right would be representing more of like maybe like Jesus or like, a, you know, like a, the positive side of the shepherd. And then the shepherdess would be, of course, like saying like the womb, like the lady wisdom, you know, the mother. Uh, divine uh the divine uh feminine aspect so um with him pointing at that right that's basically like him seeking the knowledge within within and uh the guy shepherd on the right is saying hey that knowledge is within your within your own mind right within your own consciousness and while the shepherd on the left is kind of leaning on it like he'll never figure it out because because the physical reality it's it's going to he'll be thinking too logical to reach into those conclusions. Well, cause he's pointing at the text there. It says that at, what is it at? Uh, in Arcadia ego or whatever. Yeah. In Arcadia ego, ego, whatever. And um, that means again, like here, here, but not here. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then it means in, in Arcadia, like they're literally in Arcadia, uh, according to this with, Hermes with that that hermetic way of life and then I also heard a theory that the lady the shepherdess was Mary Magdalene mm -hmm. 
So that would be interesting if it was Mary Magdalene. And then this would, the, this, you know, person that she has her hand on his back would be mm-hmm. a Jesus type figure. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's pointing at the prime meridian. He's not pointing at the text. He, and you, you had an interesting observation where he's pointing at the pineal gland of the shadow or of yeah. the, uh, of the grim reaper in this case. Mm-hmm. There's and, a, the, and towards the person, you know, towards the man's face. Sure. Know. Oh, yeah. Right towards the, the, the man's middle of his head. In mm-hmm. this image, let me see if I can pull this up relatively quickly without fucking around too much. Because there is the star and the, the different churches all around. Um, this is all these different churches with still maintaining the, the 36 degree angles, right? I mean, these are just scaled out. Mm-hmm. That's why this one's bigger. These are all just scaled up. This is the same um, ratio, This these two small ones, as this biggest one, and so are these two bottoms. That's why it's like an uneven thing. But these are all churches around on these points um, by different names, significant churches in France. But this is the original prime meridian of the world. So they're pointing at the prime meridian, that line. There's only one line that goes all the way down on that tomb. And that's right dead center of that block. And that's what that Jesus-like figure. So like, keep that in mind here while we're looking at this. Mm-hmm. Basically what it is for anyone that, that would be listening to, there's a, a star that's a little, you know, not your average pentagram. The top point is taller than the two shorter sides and then the two medium-sized bottom points. And you have this map of France around that. And there are significant churches at each one of these points. Um, St. Jude. Um, I'm not even going to try and pronounce all these, but you have quite a few different ones here. And there's a prime meridian, again, the original prime meridian of the entire world, which he is pointing to in the um, in the image that we were just going over right here. So let me know if you can see this, Ron. Can you see that one now? Oh, no. <laughs> what the fuck? Are you on your yeah. phone? Is that why? Yeah, I'm on my phone. Oh, like. shit. <laughs> okay, so yeah, basically what, what we were talking about before, and we'll wrap up here too. But, you know, um, one guy, one guy pointing to the text, one guy pointing to this line going down the center. I think that that's definitely significant. Like it's it's one of these clues that I'm still looking into with this packet where it says that there is something to this whole history being completely stomped out of whatever is under this thing. And this happens to be right on the prime meridian of this whole thing. So interesting. And I was going to point out, like also with our hand, right? Uh, you know, uh, because the whole thing with the pentacles, because uh, v- the planet Venus supposedly go, you know, moves around in, in a pentacle formation, right? Yeah. So um, if you have your fingers, if you look at your hand and you point at your fingers towards yourself, you are making a pentacle with your hand. You know what I mean? Wait, like, say that again? Like, say you take your, you look at your palm of your hand and then you point your fingers towards you 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 uh you know like spread out you've essentially created the pentacle oh within within and then now the center is the palm of your hand (laughs) so maybe that's why people do you know you see little witches and wizards in movies they do stuff like that you know it's essentially creating the pentacle symbol (laughs) with your head to like curse people yeah 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 you see (laughs) that would also and that also explains right why the the point at the top is longer because that's your middle finger which is which is the center and that rises above the others oh that's interesting dude 
like That's the hand of God, you know, as above, so below and stuff like that. Like, um, it's almost like touching the stars with these symbols, these, uh, formations and everything that they do. They try to, they are basically matching what's in the stars, what's in, what's above us that is, you know, been around for forever and forever. And these, um, it's, you know, it's like that same thing. Like we're here, but we're also in, we're also there. Yeah. And it's showing how, uh, something that seems meaningless, right? Stars fucking talking and all this kind of shit reaching down at us. It makes it, you know, it makes it why the occultists would think like Jupiter is a sentient being. Saturn is a sentient being. In my opinion, I believe the planet that we're on right now is a sentient being. Hmm. Earth, it, it breathes, you know, it, it farts it, with lava, you know, it, <laughs> that's, the shit, that's the shit and stuff like that, right? And um, it, this thing, just like with anything, it's sharing this, this ener- energy with us, right? So I feel like, um, yeah, yeah, like when, when we look at planets, we think of it, you know, like what NASA wants us to think, they're just rocks with grass on it. It's just meaningless, just fucking this thing that formed out in the middle of space. But if you look at it in this way, the planet itself is, it's a being. Maybe it's not intelligent because it doesn't speak English and it doesn't know how to <laughs> play video games or whatever, but who's to say what kind of intelligence it, it does ob- obtain? Because, okay, some guy who's a mechanic, he knows how to work on cars and things and like that, but he can't go into a chemist lab and start fucking around with chemicals and making shit, you know? Yeah, it's a different type of knowledge. Different type of knowledge. So who's to say that, you know, what that the type of knowledge, like for us to understand God, we have to humanize God. But in my, in my opinion, I believe to think the way he, that, and you know, God or, you know, who, I don't want to mess with people's yeah, it's beliefs. It's not meant to be humanized is what it sounds yeah, like you're, you're getting at. It's, it's beyond the human understanding. And for us to humanize it limits our knowledge and limits our understanding. I like how you're calling it it too, because a lot of people refer to God as he, and I always have a problem with that. I, and I really hate when, when people say that God's a woman, because I, I, I don't think it's either one, dude, but it, it seems like the people that say God's a woman are just trying to contradict the patriarchy or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't think it's either one. I, I like how you're referring to it as it. Well, supposedly, um, you know, the, these kind of things, um, they're, they are, they're not trans, right? That's why there's this whole trans movement. They just have no reason to be a gender because they're, they have no reason to reproduce. So why would they need gender? You know, they're, mm. they're beyond reproduction. They're, they're eternal. They're eternal. So what's the, what's the point of having a dick, <laughs> you know, or a vagina? That's something for mortals. That's something that hasn't obtained that level yet. And that's why they say, um, like with that figure, our light being who we, we, you know, um, in this reality, we're shaped by a gender, but I feel like, um, in those higher, you know, if we're just going to say they exist, like what, what all these weird occultists are into, um, then in that reality, gender is, is almost meaningless. Like it's gender is, con- is constricting us to a dualist, uh, mindset, you mm-hmm. know, where I, where I think, uh, true intelligence is, you know, basically having balance. Right. Because you don't want to be too masculine because then you're just a savage brute, but you don't want to be too feminine because then you're just a soy boy. You're a pussy. <laughs> yeah. You're so, pussy, I but, mean, that's interesting. You, know. that you articulated that 
really well to where I hadn't heard that brought like broken down like that. Do you do you think that like the trans movement is a is a net positive then? No, I I, I think it's a, a mis it's almost like um, a mockery of that, you know, like saying a man can be, you know, like these higher beings because look, we, we're, we're trans, you know, like how, like the Baphomet, right? Yeah. Yeah. The bath, the Baphomet is this, uh, you know, trans like creature, but, but see, um, I don't know if it's not that we're supposed to, um, in my opinion, it's, it's transcending that, like, uh, I don't know. I, yeah, I think the I think the trans thing is probably more of like a, a mockery of the and you know in in a in a alchemy I think the perfect being for, or something like that is the rebus, which is like the half half male half female um, stitched together. Hmm. And uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's you know I'm not a gay you know if you I used to think I was uh, probably born a girl you know Zach can contest I used to wear makeup and shit. <laughs> really that kind of stuff yeah but i just came to the realization that all of that stuff i was doing was me trying to fit in you know i thought that was like who i needed to be to to feel right when when i came to the realization like that's not really who i am on in the inside um and i feel like a lot of these people right now these younger people that are all into this stuff they're going to reach that age where they're like, fuck, that's not actually who I am because they haven't grown enough. They haven't developed and understood who they truly are. And um, so they're going to look back and regret having made those choices so early on in life. Like for instance, um, you know, with porn, I was talking about my girlfriend, you know, I mean, I've watched some weird porn (laughs) stuff that I'm not, I'm not proud of. And afterwards, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like I'll, you know, I'm, I'm almost like ashamed, like, wow, I can't believe I actually did that. You know, that's your physical body. You're it's whispering. Yeah. Yeah. This is cool, bro. Go for it. (laughs) But then your soul is telling you, no, bro, that's not what you want. Right. That's not your higher self. That's not in your soul. You know, it's wrong. So that, um, now that I've understood that concept, now that other shit that I used to fucking jerk off to, it's weird and disgusting to me now. You know what I mean? Like, and that ha- a lot of people can contest with that with Pornhub. It just gets weirder and weirder when you're on there. Yeah, yeah. the the sibling and mother stuff is very fucking weird. Very yeah, weird. yeah. And and um, so that's that's where I feel like it's uh, you have to follow what your your soul will tell you who who you need to be, who you want to be. You just have to listen to it. Don't mm. listen to don't listen to your mind. Listen to your your you know your inner self because it'll tell you who it wants you to be. Now. If your inner self tells you to go out and be a psychopathic murderer, well, guess what? You're a piece of shit. <laughs> and sometimes your soul those, is a those piece people of shit. exist, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what that's where the thing is. Um, not every I don't feel like the inner self isn't always uh, pure. You know, sometimes sometimes people are just demons on the inside, and that's just what they like. Like basically, uh, psychopathic murderers, serial killers, and stuff, and all that kind of stuff, like they like doing that something inside them tells them, yeah, this is great, bro. (laughs) Hmm. You know? And that's where, uh, that's consciousness, right? That's, that's, uh, that's the separation between enlightenment and being a beast, you know, is 
that's why people would say like, okay, why do you need, uh, why do you need God and, and this and kind of stuff? Because you're only, you're only as smart as you think you are, you know, you're lim- you're limiting yourself. If you reach up, uh, and, and forge yourself, now you're becoming something greater. You're reaching that higher self potential. So maybe that's what this whole secret knowledge thing, mm. um, in the, uh, in the painting is showing is, uh, you know, to, so, uh, to please who you are in Arcadia. And then there you will, you will become that here, you know, mm. trust, trust your, trust yourself, you know, trust yourself. Maybe I'm going too into too much of a tangent. <laughs> well, that's the thing, man. Like we don't know, like, I, I, I don't think that it sounds crazy at all. Um, I do think that it's interesting to think that a, uh, like a hermaphroditic being would be the perfect entity. Um, And maybe I misunderstood what you said. That's the only thing that you said that I don't follow, but Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that I'm right or, or you're right. You know, I just, it just doesn't compute in my head. I, I think that, um, you know, to try and tie it back to like what, what Pusain was or Pusan was saying um, or trying to show is that, yeah, there, there is clearly something where our our i don't know if you've seen that episode of black mirror where the do you watch that show yeah one of you guys you watch it zach yeah so Mm -hmm. have you seen the one where the lady gets the surgery and she thinks that she is helping herself out in the real world but she's teleporting part of her consciousness to like a machine where that machine's gonna like make her physical life better have you seen that one it has uh Ah, fuck it's hard to explain what what episode it is but yeah basically she they put her in like her smart home they put part of her consciousness in her smart home and she controls her physical life but she's tortured in her digital life so her digital self is like you know in this tiny little white box controlling everything around her in in the real world that kind of reminds me of that but it's like a bastardized version of that you know what i mean i don't know if i'm explaining it very well but you know, there's there's like your real self and then there's like another self of you somewhere else, according to what this dude might be saying. So it's an interesting observation, man. And it, it is tough to fucking know what the hell this is. Like I said, dude, I thought I was so much more prepared until I started listening to this dude. Now I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck's going on with it. <laughs> so I'd like to look into it more, man. You you broke down that painting really well, though. And um and yeah, man, I think that that there's a lot more work to be done to try and like dig up what's what's going on here. So. I'm going to get on it and see what the hell's going on. But um, I mean, I appreciate it. I don't know if there's anything else that you wanted to end off on. Um, but yeah, man, this is, this is a fun conversation as always, man. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, like, I don't think the perfect being is a hermaphrodite, you know, um, it was just saying that like, uh, um, when you, when you're at, when you're at, when you're, a light you know like they say we're light beings at the core right if we're just woven into that nature uh nature then it's kind of like there would be no need for reproduction if we live forever sure, <laughs> so sure, sure. um but yeah I, I think uh you know no offense but i think that'd be kind of weird to have a dick of pussy. <laughs> have a well dick yeah of- <laughs> i think it would i mean i don't know if you get turned on by yourself or what happens there but i mean i i mean you're not offending me or any of my listeners or I'm sure none of your listeners either, because it's not like you're saying it like they're freaks, even though 
think by definition it is freakish you know what i mean like literally yeah. by definition i mean i don't know I'm, i don't hate anybody for like anything that they believe really unless it's like fucking around with kids or whatever but dude yeah. i don't know man I'm not- <laughs> let me Who's clear too we're we're not against uh, like i'm not against you know because you know trans people <laughs> it's not that i'm saying you know but maybe the the way they're pushing it so hard is they're pushing it on people that might not necessarily think that way but now you're pushing that idea on them before they have the realization to dispute that and now they've gone too far the scar has been done you know the damage has been done and and it, that's where I would feel like uh, it's it's just giving people mental issues at very, very young ages. So that way sure. they can't think logically and they can't think balanced. Truly, they can't truly think balanced um, because they're not genuinely their true selves. Mm-hmm. You know, they're this imitation to to feel like this is how they fit in with everyone else. Yeah. Yeah, man, like your idea, like what you said about the makeup thing. I used to do dumb things like that to fit in, too. And like you look back, I'm not saying that what you did was dumb. It might You might have looked good in makeup. I don't know. But like I did some definitely dumb things. Like I wear dumb clothes that like it's cringy. I think everyone does that, though, man. I think like my I, I've seen pictures of my dad where like he pulls out the picture that, you know, the old Polaroid picture. And he's like, oh, man, what was I wearing right there? You know what I mean? It's just like it's this goofy shit where it's like you wouldn't be caught dead doing that now. But, you know, everyone does that, dude. Zach, you're nodding your head. I'm sure that you've done the same no, thing. Yeah. yeah. I think everybody everyone. goes back and looks at things they've said or done in the past and like, oh, my God, I feel like it's a completely different person. Yeah, dude. And I think that's healthy, man. I think that, that that's a, a, a normal. It's just showing that you're growing and changing. Growth. So. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, no, dude, this is fun, man. We got into all kinds of stuff, dude. And I, I'm glad that you guys both came on because there was a ton to talk about since we don't really have this nailed down this idea of, of what this dude was representing. Um, but fun conversation, man. It, w- it was really nice to meet you, Zach and, and Ron. It's always a pleasure. Um, we need to see if you guys want to come on like the Monday night master debaters or something to have one of those fun group chats. Um, Cause it would be <laughs> kind of cool to, to, to get you guys on there and, and do that. So, but uh, I don't know guys, anything you want to close on now's the chance plug your stuff. If not, uh yeah, I'm yeah. Ron. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you go, Zach. <laughs> okay. No, I just want to say appreciate you having me on, Ryan, and definitely I uh, learned a lot today, and I'm excited to do a lot more research on it as well, and hope everybody enjoyed. Um, and yeah, hopefully pretty soon we'll have some new episodes of the Imaginarium of Thought. So uh, definitely check us out, and we appreciate you having us on again. Anytime, dude. You're welcome on anytime. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Ron from the Imaginarium Thought, and uh, uh we just talk about all diff- different sorts of stuff. Uh, definitely uh, not as deep as this stuff, <laughs> stuff we talked about here, but we get into some cool shit, you know, and all different co- so- sorts of stuff. Um, you know, we're, we're more lighthearted, uh, not so, not so serious, I guess. <laughs> yeah. You guys have, have a cool dynamic on there, man. No, I appreciate that. And then your, your other co-host, he, we spoke last time. He's a cool dude. Trey, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, man, it's just a trio of some fun dudes, man. Is he still part of the show? When you come, oh yeah, yeah, when you come back up, cool, cool, man. Yeah, you guys keep doing your thing, man, and uh, we'll be speaking again, maybe, maybe more about this once we get a, a, a better grip on this deep ass topic, man. But I don't hear anyone else talking about this dude because I don't think anyone would fucking tackle this shit. This is weird. <laughs> it's, it's too much for one episode, and this is a basic introduction to it. 
obviously going to polish up the research and get into it more, man. But um, yeah, there's a lot here. So until next time, uh, thank you guys for listening and uh, be seeing you soon. And welcome to another Monday Night Master Debaters. We got the 4th of July extravaganza. And Ooh. we are full of patriotism, both north <laughs> and south of the border. We're going. We're not going to forget you, Canada. We got a representative for, what is it, Davey? Patriot Day? It's Canada Day. It's uh, fucking Canada's birthday. All right. It's all so. Canada. Uh, don't ask me how old they are now, but whatever. And this, my friends, is Davey Wavy from the Red Pill Cartel. How's it going, brother? Fantastic, man. Just uh, called in sick today. Did fuck all. <laughs> oh, <it> boy. <laughs> Just living the dream. That's it, man. Oh, man. Look at this guy. This guy is decorated out in red, white, and blue. One, <laughs> the only, Andrew for America. What's up, brother? I'm good, man. I'm just I'm just trying to be like more Joe Biden these days. More like Joe, you know. I want to be like Joe Biden these days. Fans the yep. shitting of the pants. Into, I, uh, I wanna I wanna do a, I wanna do question yeah, I wanna do questionable things and then just blame it on like being old and senile. Oh, I'm just sorry. Blame man, it on I'm Russia. I'm, old. I'm sorry, dude. Oh, did I did I do that? I'm sorry, man. I'm just, no, I'm just kidding. That's the dream. <laughs> that is it. Sorry oh, for the right, sniff, what's up, brother? Same old stuff, man. Just uh, I found out today that uh, White Claw was made with malt liquor and it does not taste the same after knowing that. Really? Really really disappointed. Yeah, I had one after hearing (laughs) that and it it tasted like a King Cobra. I I just couldn't I couldn't finish it, dude. It was disgusting. So I might be done with the White Claws. I'm drinking some wine out of a mason jar. So we're keeping the end of an era right there. White Claw was that was like your flagship for a while. It was, man. But then I, I was like, what the hell is in this? I, and I didn't think to drink that before I drank, you know, thousands of them, probably. Um, but then, you know, <laughs> I thought about that. And then I'm like, oh, well, turns out it's malt liquor. Drugs and I'm, I'm wondering, Ryan, who's the bigger alcoholic, you or me? I drink a lot. I, I think I can hold my own with just about anybody. Uh... Um, you know, but I, I do get my stuff. Yeah, but you guys are talking to a challenge. bartender. <laughs> Bella, you are, like- I'm gonna, sip my, I'm gonna sip on my bourbon while you guys talk about this. <laughs> hey, you know bourbon is good. I don't know if you're talking if, if we're talking like high high like top shelf stuff or mid level or what you like. No, but... I made a I made old fashioned with four roses for the occasion. Okay, and uh, and then I also like a hazy IPA from time to time. Oh, Very yeah. nice. So you're double fisting. I have a bottle yeah, next to me and yeah. I just cracked into it. So I don't know we'll how long I'm gonna be here, you know. Yeah, dude. Hey, it's What's all, that? all uh, do you when you make an old fashioned, do you do it like all legit sugar cube, bitters, all that good shit? Cherries. Yeah, I'll uh I for just at the house, I'll make um like a brown sugar simple syrup or like a basil simple syrup or some type, you know, I'll I'll infuse it with something. Um and then lovely. I'll switch up the bitters too. Sometimes it just depends. Depends on what I'm doing. Wonderful. But yeah, I like old fashions. I like bourbon for sure. Hey, can't knock it. Not what about not. you, Matt? What's new with you, dude? Not much, man. Just living the dream, you know, living the American dream and the American nightmare right now. So I was going to say, you're trying to convince us or yourself right now. Oh, <laughs> so, so I'm not convincing that. anyone, man. I, 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 uh, it was funny because yesterday I talked with, uh, the Hatter 
on his podcast. And it was just, you know, it was all about like just wild shit that's going on, you know, and how, and it's, it's only going to get stranger as, you know, CERN cranks up their little experiment over there. And, you know, so just we would talk about this a little bit. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that's one thing. of the, that's like, one of the main things I wanted to hit on this week because it's just, you know, we know it, it, it already happened before. And that's when it's like, is the black hole started yet? Yeah. Right. Like, has, is it Mandela effect part two? Like that's, you know, where they're going with it now, if any of that's real or if it's just, you know, kind of been conjured up by the consciousness of, of, of our reality. I, I don't know. That's what but, I feel it is. Yeah. But I, I, to be honest though, you know, they're doing something or they're trying to do something obviously. Right. They're playing with the quote unquote God particle. So you know, in, in reality, I think, you know, whether this is all for show, right. And they go through these elaborate, you know, dances with Shiva and these ceremonies that they act out. And it's almost like, okay, if this all is all for play, there's gotta be a bigger purpose to it, right? They're not just going to go through the, all these motions for nothing. There's gotta be something, some sort of agenda out of it. And the, the, you know, the only thing that you can think of when they start getting into the God particle and everything is getting you away from god right disconnecting you from any belief in creator or faith and 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 going towards belief in science and that you know physics is gonna save you you know they're gonna be able to create you you know the ai and in the quantum they're gonna be able to do all these great things so you won't have to worry about you know this this petty little reality you're in because you're you can go to this next realm uh, let me ask you guys this question. <clears throat> How are your dreams lately? Non-existent. Yeah, I'm with Ryan. Non-existent? <laughs> Dude, I don't have any more. Dude, mine are fucking crazy out there, man. Like, it's super ones. vivid, too, man. Like, last night, I woke up and I was like, where the fuck was I just now? Because mm. I wasn't in this body. <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> it was crazy. Wow. I wonder if it's all the uh, inspirational quotes that you're sharing. I was going to start calling you Davey V, <laughs> like Gary v. Davey v. Dude, dude I just fucking, I just let it, everything just go out. You got to mix it up, right? I like it. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, the last few dreams that I did have were very uh, weird. Um, I had a weird dream that my grandma, my passed away grandma kind of turned into like a monster type thing. Um, and she was the sweetest lady while she was here. You know what I mean? Um, and that that had my heart racing when I woke up just because she was like a second mom to me, dude. So it was really weird to see that. And then uh, had another dream that same night when I went back to sleep. Um, couldn't have been able to sleep for like more than 30 minutes, man. And, and the, in that short amount of time, I had this dream that the moon, I heard this clicking while I was driving around. It was like a light being turned on and off. And finally, I looked up at the moon and each time it was clicking, the moon was turning off and then turning back on. Turning oh, on. Yeah, it was very weird. So <laughs> that but those were the last dreams that I had. And that was probably like a month ago. So I, I dream pretty much every night. So but like the last few nights, it's just been like, what the fuck, man? Mm. It's been so wild. I find that I dream much more and they are more vivid when I am not using cannabis related products. Sure. Interesting. That's that's I think that's pretty proven, right? I think that yeah. mostly you, you they I'm say definitely you, one of those people. Yep. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, man. I th- booze probably has something to do with it too. I would imagine. Um, I don't know if dreams are healthy or not. Like, uh, what's the science behind that? Is is does anyone really talk about that? Is it bad to not dream? Or not? I haven't. I haven't dreamed in years, so I don't. I don't know. And I, I laugh because Bert Kreischer does has a, has one a skit in one of his things where his dad's like, "You fucking dream still? What are you a child? What do you dream about unicorns?" And- <laughs> 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 oh, man, I don't dream anymore. That guy's funny. I wonder if it has something to do with stress, Davey. I know that like we're all under stress. You know what I mean? But maybe I it's have, just the ways that we take stress. I pretty much don't stress at all. Now, it, or if you take dreams the other way, is it like a subconscious reality? You know, I, I was watching Stranger Things and, and you know, that's why I brought up the whole thing with CERN, too, because. Yeah, that's I was thinking, the same thing. You guys I, watched the new Stranger Things. I watched the first episode today and it freaked me right the fuck out at the end. <laughs> oh, wait till you watch the second episode. Jesus Christ, man. When her eyes are like twitching and then all of a sudden she levitates and fuck <laughs> that's crazy yeah so i, what's I don't that know creature man. called in that show what's that the gort the what's the demi gorgon the demogorgon demigorgon yeah what's i looked that gorgon? thing up because damn man that thing looks like those little fucking things that were in the black ooze in prometheus Right. If you remember when those things sprouted out, it was like a almost like a, a cobra. And then it opened up and it had that same head as the demigorgon did. Right. And I was dude, like, let dude, me... is that some sort of, you know, is that are they telling us something that we don't know? Is this and there's some... something to do with that, too, because if you've ever seen the movie Tremors, it's like those earth, those giant worms, right? With the fucking teeth and, and the mouth. And yep. that shoots in everything. And Beetlejuice, and Star Wars. everything. Yeah. Right? The pit in Star Wars has that thing in it that comes up and the Sarlacc. Yeah. So I don't know, man, that that's that's the whole Stranger Things CERN connection and having it released right around each other too. Colorado Dank's been posting some crazy shit on uh, Stranger Things and CERN lately. Did you see the one where uh, they had the Pope standing next to Elon Musk and they were saying that they, it was some type of ritual scene where him and his kids were all in black and the, and the Pope was in white and they were meeting somewhere over there so in the, Europe, the, cr- the, the antichrist thing. meeting the pope yeah meeting the I, I antichrist saw, i saw yeah. a photo today and, I, and they were trying to make that i don't know man i i, I the more I, like and someone was saying that elon was about the future of the technology from the nazi uh, world war ii era or whatever i think any of you guys listen to james true at all no he, no. he was just on Grimerica too, and, and it was a fucking awesome interview because this guy, he, he talks about everything a lot differently, uh, just describes the way everything goes on. He weighs everything like energetically, um, and he talks about everything being based on calories, right, mentally and physically, and, and, uh, and he was talking about this, and I, I don't know, how, I can't do it justice, but if anybody's listening, go check out the Grand America Park podcast with, with James True, because, you know, one of, I guess the, one of the things he was saying, though, is, is right now what we're dealing with is a lot of people can't that like they ignore what's going on because they can't handle it 
from a from a caloric standpoint like mentally or physically so they just ignore it and then they take out their anger on those you know quote unquote anti-vaxxers or those conspiracy conspiracy theorists because that's the easy way to go rather than face the reality of the way things are they can take out their hostility on something else which <clears throat> makes them well that's what the darkness does the darkness just attacks the light right I mean, yeah the people on the light side are like whatever dude if you can't handle it that's not on me man that's, not, that's on you you know yeah man um have you guys seen that that flower that looks like uh just to tie it back to what you guys are talking about the demigorgon and all that you know how you see this kind of repeated in all these movies there's that uh giant flower that smells like a corpse it's called the the giant padma oh yeah i've heard of it i've heard of it but i haven't seen it yeah it's uh it's like red with yellow it looks exactly like the face of a of a demogorgon if you want, I can share my screen just to show well, you. Well, that that gets into the concept then, if you think about it, of like the Venus flytrap, right? Yeah, and, yeah. And I, I forgot where, I think it might have been YouTube. I was watching a video the other day where they were talking about oh, the shit. possibility of there actually being like um, carnivore, carnivorous plants, yeah. right? And, and, and back when everything was much bigger, that there could have been plants that ate small animals. Well, they say this is a parasitic plant. Um, I remember I just I thought this was a wild thing because Travis Scott had it on his uh, flyer for Astro World, the one that everyone died, like all those people died at. Oh no way! Surprise! So people, surprise! Yeah, so people were tripping out about that, and then someone made that connection where it looks like this flower, and, and that kind of looks like it, you know, because it has that that demigorgon head has like the yeah. Um, all it has to do is those leaves fold in, and then like opens in the up, middle. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, I do, yeah. but it smells like a corpse, I guess they say. It's kind of interesting. That's weird. Gross. The world yeah, is dude. crazy. So much weird stuff. <laughs> yeah, dude. What so what else is uh going on in the world of like all this crazy stuff? Anything anything new on the uh the shooting up there in Canada, Davey? I haven't really heard too much. Uh are you talking about the bank robbery or what? Yeah. You know, okay, so the twin brothers, right? This Supposedly. is, this is this, yeah. isn't it hilarious though that they're going over they're going on all over the world right now. Oh yeah, right? like in the news. This is, you know, this kind of shit happens every day. But when they're trying to push an agenda, is when you see it front and center, and it's oh, yeah. everywhere, right? Because once this story starts to fade about this, I'll put money on it that we're going to see a couple of minorities be sh- unarmed minorities be shot by police videos come out we had know? that happen in akron uh last week Did yeah yeah it didn't catch though the way they were hoping you know they they so and that's why you know i'm not i'm not saying this shit doesn't happen but i feel like they're putting these these scenarios out there trying to wait hope that one gets the reaction they're waiting for you know well, and then and- there was the shooting in chicago today yeah, there was the Canadian bank, right? And there's Denmark where, you know, they have strict gun control. There yeah. was one. And, you know, it, it, so I feel like these things just keep popping up and they're hoping that one of them sticks and they can they can push through these gun. But none of them are sticking because it's, you know, it is what it is. And everybody yeah. sees through the fact that 
We're not. I think people are so dis. I think that people are so desensitized, uh, desensitized to it now because there's so it's over many the top. of them. Yeah, <laughs> they're just pushing it. They're just. It's like it's like you know bleeding the se- uh, You know, keep making sequels of the same movie, just like trying to get every dime out of it as you possibly can. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, I equate it to almost the Iraq War, right? We were seeing these death totals coming in or Afghanistan, and and it was just constant every day, a couple, a handful here and there, and you just got numb to it after a while, and just eventually it went from front page to back page, and that's what these stories do, right? If they don't get the reaction, they don't get the eyes on them. They're not going to get sponsorship money, so they're not going right. to put it front and center. So it runs. <clears throat> things only run like one cycle now. Whereas something like what happened today would be a week, if not two week story, you know, just a couple of years ago. But in today's chaotic, psychotic news media, they got to get the pulse going constantly. Like there's no break. And if they, if it's not cranking right now, they're going to switch to the next agenda. That's got to be some Tavistock stuff, though, too, to try and get people desensitized to death as a whole. I think that it still fits into some larger agenda, right? To where we, if we don't really care, um, you know, who's dying, when, when, and how, and all this stuff. Um, Ron pointed out something really interesting about uh, about this Chicago shooter kid. Did you see the image of him or like anything on him? Because he looks very fake. His last name is Crimo. Yeah, Cremo, Crimo, whatever it is. But I mean, do you see his face? It he looks, looks like he looks like uh yeah, he looks like the the same, the Sandy Hook kid. He looks like the kid from Uvalde. They all look like they're part of that, you know, what's that website? This person, this person does not, not exist. <coughs> yeah, this person yeah. does not exist. Have you been to that site? Have you checked that oh, out? Oh yeah. Yeah, because I, I I listen to uh Human Vibration and Rambo, they do uh a podcast and realized radio and she talks about that stuff all the time and yeah and i'm it's it's amazing because you look at that and then you go and you start looking at some of these news stories and you're like holy shit they could just pop anyone's face and anyone's name up there and no one knows i mean what the local people are going to call are going to just protest so it gets to a worldwide no they're just going to move on yeah, dude, I was going to show this for, um, you know, if Davey or, or Andrew, if you hadn't seen this. So this is a completely fake person. Like Matt and I have been really like fucking around with that AI art generator thing. And there's multiple of them. So this is not a real person at all. And this is all that the website is. When you when you and type in this person does not exist, it just pulls that up. You hit refresh. The only way fake- to tell oh, is... Wow. Look at their eyes. Their yeah. eyes are dead. But at these the, eyes, it's the one's only, going one way, the other's going the other. Yeah, it's the <laughs> only way you can tell in these pictures. The eyes give it away. Like they're not real eyes, you know? And there's something about that that we pick up. Yeah. Dude, the <laughs> first time that I did this, I saw a guy that looked a lot like Hunter and, and uh Joe Biden mixed. You know what I mean? It was weird, but Dude, it's so bizarre. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's like, oh, and this, so this was created by Navita, this, this algorithm. So now answer me this though. Why do we need this? Well, so what, what, what good would a site like this do for humanity? So I saw, I was actually (laughs) looking, I was other than, other than just pure deception. I mean, there's only one purpose for this. It's it's, the deep fake thing is scary. Oh yeah. yeah. I have the the origin story of the site, and it doesn't make sense to me, but this is what they say it is. So Navita created this software. Navita's logo is, of course, the pedophile symbol, right? The uh, boy love, the triangle with the hypnotizing thing in it. Um, 
they created this algorithm. Yeah, boy love, whatever it is. Not Nambla, but just straight boy love. <laughs> and they have so Navita created this algorithm, and then this guy whose name seems fake to me, and he was 33 years, years old when he created it. His name's Philip Wang. Like Philip, <laughs> Philip Wang. Wanger. I swear to God. He was 33 years old when, when he made it because he took their algorithm and he wanted to show everyone how dangerous it was. So it sounds like a benevolent story of somebody trying to expose the darkness here. But um, maybe it's just one of those things where it's supposed to be like a breadcrumb, like the whole idea of like the karmatic shit where they got to tell you what they're doing. They got to show you the tools that they use to do all this stuff. You know what I mean? Someone watching a fucking uh, Formula no, One. Andrew's race. got a racetrack behind him. <laughs> no, oh, really? I think it's me. No, it's his street. Oh, <laughs> yeah, man. So that's the story, though. They say that it was just some, you know, some good hearted person that wants to uh, <laughs> wants to expose the, the darkness of A.I., but. Sounds too yeah, good, too yeah. That that sounds about as believable as the guy who was claiming that you know he didn't want to shut AI down because he was afraid of hurting its feelings. It's like, dude, just pull the <laughs> fucking plug already, man. The thing starts well, talking Philip back Wayne to you. Pull the plug. It's, it's not going to suck your dick. So yeah, just get rid the of the plug. motherfucker <laughs> now. Well, it might. Honestly, it might someday in the metal. I'm waiting for my my next phone to suck my dick. That's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, dude. The first time that I went to, I think it was Chick Fil A. I thought I was like going to get a blowjob at, at the fucking restaurant because it's so like people are waiting in line for fucking hours. A fucking chicken sandwich, dude. There's nothing really like that exciting about that stuff. But I don't know. It's just weird. It's weird to think about all these origin stories. And like I said, Philip Wang doesn't even look real either at all. Fish, sorry. No. So it is what it is. Yeah. <clears throat> He's probably just an AI that is generating AI faces. Maybe. Yeah, that's what they Who call knows. software. You guys heard Where about he is... that thing that Lady Gaga is real? Her real name is like Stephen Gerblecki or something like that. No, but I did Jewish. hear that she's, uh, you know, the daughter of uh, Maria Abramovich. Oh, fuck. So. Well, like, I saw pictures of like what she looked like when she was a man, but that could be fabricated too, right? Oh, dude, I think she's a <laughs> tranny. She looks like a dude. She does, and and her actual speaking voice she sounds like a guy, like Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Yeah, dude. A couple coyote ugly fucking What, what like percentage that. of Hollyweird do you think is upside down? You know, they they they've presented themselves as either male or female and they're the reverse. Let's say about eighty five percent. No, no. There's there's a there's a lot. There's a lot of uh I think a lot of genuine people, you know, that are in there, but there's, I think most of them are fucking trannies, you know, trannies that's, or, that's or was, compromised in some way. That's what was heartbreaking to me was when I found out what Victoria's secret was. What's up? Um, that they're dudes. Oh, all the models are. Yeah. Or some of them. That's that's what the that's what the rumor is. Victoria's Secret is that that's what Victoria's is. Secret is. Yeah, is that they're all dudes? Yeah, that's the secret. Yeah, I thought that the secret was a money laundering thing for fucking Jeffrey Epstein's buddy, Les Les Wexner. You know what I mean? Like, that's who created Victoria's Secret and a big big part of like the trafficking and all that stuff. But I don't know. It's hard to know, dude. When you know when you get into like all these different things and like what's fake and what's real. At a certain point, you just sound crazy by thinking everything's fake, but then you get proved right over and over again. So it's like, I don't know. Yeah, man. 
That's why I wear the shirt proudly, Conspiracy Realist from Dangerous hey. World Podcast Store. Because people Shout are like, out. what is that? What do you mean? I'm like, I'm like, it's too long to explain, but I'm like, just if you don't get it, then I it's like a joke. It's like if you have to describe the punchline, it's just not funny anymore, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought I thought most people would get it. I'm actually wearing the same one, so it's a good thing that we're not in uh, in screen together. Nice. I, I got mine hanging down low, so we don't look like we planned it. <laughs> <laughs> we're matching. We're wearing matching. I got a show one on too. Oh, nice. Nice. You would you go with the friends motif? <laughs> <laughs> the show. That text. So yeah, it's that straight out of Friends. I do like that. The the name is sick too. But <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the odd man out. Friday the thirteenth, dude. Nice. That's I went to Firehouse fun. Subs yesterday, and I was wearing this shirt. And another guy was wearing a shirt that said Friday the Thirteenth. And I'm like, "Yo, nice shirt, man!" And he looks over, he's like, "Oh, nice." <laughs> yeah, yeah there are days killers. I just pick certain shirts, knowing that okay, I want to have conversations today. Let's go. Let's get weird and yeah. bust out, you know, one of the conspiracy T-shirts or something, and and just go out. And it's amazing how many people will talk to you based on a shirt. For sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. It, it's unbelievable. It's almost like a like a sign, you know. That's and, how you know that's how you know t-shirts are such good marketing. Mm -hmm. You know what well, I mean? Yeah, someone's buying a product from you and advertising your product by, yes. by they're a walking billboard. You know what I mean? You that's why paying. I try not to mm -hmm. exactly that's why you I try not to put my logo like huge. I have that one original one, and then most of them like I try to just have like a cool design because I think a lot of people get that now. And then there, the designs aren't really that important anymore. It's more about the message, it seems, for T-shirts. You know, you, you mostly see people walking around. And if they're not wearing, like, some generic thing from Walmart, which I buy shirts from Walmart all the time. Like, they have, like, the Purple Rain shit now. And, like, the Grateful Dead they have at Walmart and all these different bands and movies. They actually had a dope one for The Exorcist that was cool. Um, but, like, if it's not something just, like, fun, kind of knock-around shit, like, people are usually wearing something with some sort of message, it seems. So, yep. I don't know what that says about society, but it's kind of interesting. Yeah, I don't know. They all kind of come back. Isn't it, like, 20-year cycles? The things that were, like, the grunge era is, like, 20 years yeah. ago or whatever. Now that's coming back into fashion. Or Apparently, like uh, I was told that Giant Tiger. Do you guys have Giant Tiger down there? Mm-mm. Okay, it might be a Canadian thing then. Kind of like a Walmart kind of thing. Not as big as Walmart, but uh, I was told that they have like uh, like 90s metal bands now, t-shirts. You know, so yeah. they're again a 20-year cycle, right? Yeah, it's like 30. Like Pantera but yeah. and shit like that. Well, do, you, do you know why they do that? Why Why they, the, the reason behind that is because think about it. Who Who are they marketing towards? the people that are feeling nostalgic about 20 years yeah. ago. Oh, for sure. Right? For and, sure and, yeah. and what they'll, they're, they'll pick up one or two newbies, you know, along the way, but it's really marketing at, you know, our generation. Now it's coming yeah, back at cash. us and saying, okay, th this is your childhood. Boom. You know, like I see a, a lot of shit that I wore as a kid now being sold as it's, it's re being reissued and it's like oh shit man it's like man i had that as a kid should i get it again it's like no you had it when you were fucking eight years old grow the fuck yeah. up <laughs> then you get people wearing these t-shirts and it's like dude can you name like fucking three slayer songs i bet you can't yeah 
Dude, if Walmart or, or Giant Tiger or whatever that is had any balls, dude, and they wanted to really get nostalgic, they would have the opening scene of Two Girls, One Cup, dude, because that was everything. <laughs> like, oh, my fuck, boy. boy. If they had any balls, they would do that. You dude. know what? I've never seen that. Dude, that Good. thing ruined me. Yeah, I, ruined me. I, I, I can't, can't find it that. anywhere. I looked oh. for it. You don't, you're not missing anything, dude. What do you want to see, Davey? Like, what, I just want to see Two Girls, One Cup so I can say that I saw that? Ugh, I don't know. Just After I've, I've, I've watching probably that. seen, I've probably seen worse shit. Uh, well, maybe, this is gross. <laughs> it's terrible. It's quite terrible. Did they, did they eat it. Yeah, they spit it in each other's mouths and shit. Oh damn! And like they don't even just spit it; they like mash their their lips together and like like. And, uh, and guess what? Gross. Right as soon as this is done, you know where Davy's going. Davy's going <laughs> no, on the hunt. I've I've Pound looked off. for it. I can't find it. <laughs> I'm done huh. with the hunt. <laughs> Don't do it, dude. You're, you're not going to be glad that you did. Yeah, no. no, you will. You will definitely regret that decision. Yeah, you won't get hard. Get it like month. in between their teeth and shit. Yeah, we can stop talking about it. I know Matt doesn't like this. Stuff. <laughs> just it out, bring it up. Yeah, he's repulsed right now. Clearly, <laughs> he doesn't like spiders or this. Right, Matt? Is that the spiders That's or the it, bugs? Man, spiders. I fucking. Hey, I'm, not a, I'm not a change. spider guy either, dude. Yeah, I got, I got a subject change for us guys. Yeah. What do you got? Is Joe Biden going to be the next president of the United States again for a second term? What do you think? Oh, God. Does it matter? Someone point? told me someone told me Hillary, <laughs> this was going to be Hillary's big comeback. Like, how can it get worse than Biden? Oh, hey, now it's time to vote for Hillary because she's clearly better than biden that's going to be her campaign slogan i could definitely see a hillary <laughs> trump rematch again i mean it's Ooh, again like nostalgia but, but, but like what davy said nostalgia. is we, what what we're being what's being proven right now is it doesn't matter who's the president it's just oh, it a, doesn't matter that's for sure what they've done now is they've just manufactured it into okay which way do we want the angle tv show yeah, yeah it's yeah. like you're getting ready to watch the next season of you know debates and election i if think the white hats are in control ends at inauguration <laughs> <laughs> if you believe any of this shit is real that's going on right now like from the white right. house you know right why why isn't this dude even in the white house right that's supposed to be a big huge honor is that you're supposed to sit behind that desk in the oval office this guy is never behind the desk in the oval office right yeah you can't make oh. heads or tails of who the fuck he is like and and just the shit he says though, like it's so it, like you, we were talking uh, about he, it. Before. He seems like a good fall guy. Let's get. Oh, there's a delay. Go ahead, Matt. I think he was waiting for you. Yeah, Matt? no, like yeah. like you were saying before, Rye is is you know the whole thing with him. He was talking about uh oh, shit. What was it? The um oh being responsible right in the debates with Trump. Anything that happens under your watch is the president's responsibility. And then as Come soon on, as this old bastard gets up there, it's Russia this, Russia that, Corona yeah. this, <laughs> Russia that. It's like, what? Hold on, dude. And, and it's just complete doublespeak. And that's all you get from the left. And I know uh, Sam, who, damn, man, I wish you, he could have been on tonight, but it's his birthday. So happy birthday, Sam. From birthday, uh, birthday, according Sam. to Sam podcast, he was talking about how he sees a red wave coming just from the simple fact that these people can't deliver on what they're saying. And they've done it over and over again. 
and people are starting to get fed up even on their Dude, own. It's side. been like that from time, time eternal. Ever since I was a kid, I always hear my parents complain about like the, the politician they voted for isn't delivering and this and that and this and that. And I always knew since I was a fucking five-year-old that politics was bullshit. Now, the question is, can they deliver on what they what they uh, campaign on? That's always been my question is. Probably. Do they have the ability to actually do it or are they just a figurehead, right? Do I think they- they're, yeah, they're deliberately fucking uh fucking shit up because that's what the the puppet masters want right that's what i'm saying do you believe that the deep state really controls the president or the president has power and they just campaign to get in and tell you what you want to hear and then go on what their real plan is or are they just definitely on the deep state side hold on on. or are they just continuing the longer plan right Mm. because that this is a long game here this this little republic that was set up wasn't set up for a short term this was set up for a as a long-term experiment um i mean long term in the sense a couple hundred years at least so it's not meant to self-destruct right away so from that standpoint i guess i don't know Hmm. just trust the plan matt yeah That was fun last week, though. Honestly, you know, we had a great discussion with those guys, and, and I, 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 I can see where they're coming from. I was there for a couple months. That right? was a like, that was a good episode. Like, man. I wanted Three hours. To, yeah, I wanted to believe in that shit, and 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 until you realize, listen, man, it's just another psyop. It's just it's another Bannon production out there. And how long <laughs> can you put your faith in somebody else before? you really (laughs) you know yeah i mean it's the same thing as pizzagate pizzagate's another fucking bannon production there's a great movie on amazon about yeah i heard yeah a little comedy talking about it yeah mockumentary dude it's good she finds good movies because she sits around all day and watches movies while she's working (laughs) well she works but like she watches she finds all kinds of movies and she's lucky enough to be able to work from from here so she uh she just watches movies all day dude and like finds crazy movies Right now, she's looking into some really cool shit with the Coral Castle, and yeah, like finding that thing's some... that thing's wild. I've seen a couple documentaries on that thing, and it doesn't make any sense. Well, we found some wild shit. We found some forums that people hang out in and do experiments of his work, and all kinds of. I mean, she's she's good at researching when she's got time, mm-hmm. and um, so we're hoping to to kind of like try and expose some of that stuff and just talk about that. But have dude, you guys seen is, uh... the Coral Castle? What is this? <laughs> Oh, pull up pictures. Go ahead, Ryan. So, oh, do you want to do it? Or do you want me to? No, go ahead. So, um, I don't know if you want to explain what it is, Matt. I, I mean, it's a it's a wild, it's a monolith, basically, uh, modern created in modern like, times. Check too. out this building this guy built by hand, supposedly. Like the Fortress of Solitude. It's down no. in Florida. Yeah. So, Coral Castle, um, and the guy was a freemason but they always deny that he's a freemason I'll, I'll share my screen here they deny he's a freemason but there's like artist rendition renditionings of him with uh you know the pin on his lapel and he has some sort of secret knowledge for sure because the the, the idea here is he built all of this with frequency he didn't build these each one of these like blocks weighs tons and tons and tons and this feeble old man built this and and these are all one piece you know he moved what them around the fuck in modern times and then this dude ends up you know passing away under some weird circumstances but 
yeah dude it's a beautiful like roadside attraction almost but it's in a subdivision and i mean really like I said, yeah like this one person all alone yep. did all of this like how would you move that up there a coral like solid coral and supposedly oh. it's with frequencies yeah 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 weird frequency and some he so basically it comes down to magnets and we're gonna i don't want to give too much away because this is kim would be get pissed off but yeah she's looking into a lot of stuff and um supposedly this technology is available to anyone that actually has like the balls to utilize it well it's interesting you say that because I, i've been reading about the fourth you know the third reich and the fourth reich a lot and and you know you when you hear about that bell the the that the they Glocka? create yeah that was you know supposedly all based excuse me on magnets mm -hmm. um and magnetism and and harnessing that and you know when i was looking into the star forts that's another thing that came up is magnetism and there is obviously a magnetic pull to the earth and if you can harness it man who knows what you can do with it well i have this book and i actually when uh one of the times grimerica came on we talked about anti-gravity and the earth's power grid and that is interesting because we're not sure if it changed or not, um, like if, if the power grid shifted, but there's something to be said about doing these things on these spots and on these ley lines. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without a doubt. Look at the old and that, that ties in again with the star forts. It ties in with cathedrals. Um, it ties in with pyramids, mounds, all these things that were built in olden times were all on these you know what and if people don't believe in ley lines it's some people say it's uh you know it's it's fake science and just bullshit but yeah it's yeah there there is an energetic field to the to this planet that we're on or realm whatever you want to call it and if you put stuff on these certain lines there seems to be a connection some sort of energetic connection between them and if you get enough of them connected it's almost like you know, for those of you that aren't familiar with it, think about it as like your computer. If you open up your computer and you look at your motherboard, right? Look at that from above and then take a look at a modern city from above. It's yeah, almost definitely. identical. Oh, yeah. Dude, even in the, in the movie Tron, um, it, like when the Tron logo comes up and it's all like digitized and shit and it goes in, it, it like pans down from above and it goes into a city. Yeah the same shit this looks like a modern day stonehenge interesting that's what they call it and it's it's interesting there's like some some rocks supposedly like are floating and weird shit like because they're magnetized um but yeah man no it's a it's a fun thing and matt you know i'm not big on this energy bullshit you know like the idea of like you know i i believe in manifestation and all this stuff but people take it way too fucking far and I, I definitely think that there's absolutely something to the energy grid on Earth, like the natural one. And I think that it's some untapped superpower that, that humans have within them, too. If well, they, yeah. well, Ryan, what are we? We are, we are mainly water, right? Which yeah. is highly influenced by frequency. And conductive. Well, yeah. Yes. So, I mean, it's obvious that we are, you know, going to be affected by magnets by you know like that's why the pole you know the we have the polarity here and and that's why they say the moon has such an effect on things is is, I, I is there know. any foot is there any footage of that guy actually using this frequency technology to no make no this no thing? i'll <laughs> no. show you i'll show you an image it, it of could now. you know andrew that there's also some one of the things oh fuck what's it called 
but I've been looking at some of the megaliths um, and there's some people that are saying that they were actually made by like pouring material into like a bag almost. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's how they got these such perfect fits is that they would just put this material like concrete, you know, put it, imagine putting right. it in a, in a plastic bag and then stacking these things on top of each other. And then over time, the plastic bag would disintegrate and you'd be left with, with what looked like this massive stone, but it was just <clears throat> a poured stone. Mm. So they're saying that's how some of these <clears throat> be made, made also. I got to remember what the fucking name of them Could are. this old man be like a patsy though? Like, oh, look, this old man fucking made this, right? Like, of course he oh, could. Oh, sure. Yeah, that's what I'm but thinking. But that's one For thing. For the listeners, who are we looking at here? This is Ed Lee Scalman. They call him EDL though. Um, it looks like yeah. Ed Gain. Ed Gain? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the fucking murder. Yeah, he's OG Leatherface. Dude, he looks um, like Ed Gain, dude. Yeah, but we, so like I said, she's looking into some stuff. She's very convinced um, that he's not a patsy and that he really had some secret knowledge. Cause like I said, he puts this stuff out there for anyone to look into. You just have to kind of do your own digging and find it yourself. But yeah. all his studies are out there on the internet. You know what I mean? And like people, there's there's footage of people doing his experiments online, like on a smaller scale. And you've seen this too with magnets. Like when people will sit something there and there's like four magnets and then they'll, they'll set like a, a, a counterintuitive magnet or whatever you would call it. No physicist clearly. But then they set this on top of a magnet and, and it, there's levitation. You can move your finger under it and it remains levitating. And there's countless yeah. stories like this, dude. There's old like, you know, um, south american tribes that like some doctor before he was killed like went down there to try and find their holistic healing approaches and saw them like form a semicircle with these like long like flute like things and they all blew one note and this fucking stone lifts up off the ground and then they walk what? forward continuing to blow the note and they they put this massive stone up on a cliff i forget the guy's name i can try and find it while, while we're talking but Dude, I've been looking into some stuff lately, man. Like, I see you shaking your head, Davey. Like, it could be, like, weird. It could be fake. No, that, no, no. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I'm like, dude, like, anything's fucking possible, man. Yeah. Yeah. And anything could be faked, right? Yeah, but, um, exactly. Like, that chronovisor stuff, you know, like, it seems like freaking, uh, you know, at, um, Werner von Braun had his fingers in everything like this. And I think he is, you know, yeah, he's a Nazi. He's a, he's a, you know, NASA master manipulator and all this stuff. But the guy is a genius, dude. And I think with a lot of this crazy technology, um, he definitely knew. What is this, Matt? So this is what I was talking about. This is one of the things that they were talking about, about as a deception with stone. This is called uh, geoplimer marble. And basically what these columns here that look like marble, it's not. What he actually does. Of a mix of Keynes cement, which is industrial double fired quickset gypsum and size water, a scotch glue and water solution to which lime proof fresco pigments are added to provide color right so i'm just going to go through a website and uh you're going to notice this stuff everywhere and even i i am a Don't sucker go for, for it, a website to places yeah. in london guys how in the world have they carved these marble columns i bet everyone said that i bet everyone looking at something uh, yeah i thought well, listen they're not even marble trust me it's called scoliola scoliola I'm, I'm saying it. Scaliola. Like, I'm trying to Scaliola. put it on an Italian accent, <laughs> with an English dialect, well, uh, Essex dialect. Scaliola. Anyway, all these enough of that. Let's get down to business, right? So, a brief history. Materials similar to Scaliola can be tracked back to <clears throat> ancient civilizations. In Egypt, for coating walls in tombs. In Greece, 
for lining aqueducts in India for finishing the interiors of, of domes. Yeah, see, so look Viola at it. Where is it? Plasters to Let's see if we can find it. They don't act oh, here it is. marble. Threads soaked in coloured dyes placed on a glass sheet over which wet pigmented plaster is placed. Veining is this created time by Harry the threads the being drawn yeah. through the plaster. I, it's a uh, stupid YouTube ad. Marble veins. <laughs> Once the plaster is partially set, it is transferred to the base by pressing the plate onto the wall, leaving a smoother top surface than does traditional scale. So it's scale all up. an illusion, is, is what I'm saying. Okay, here's the right, game. Right. We'll withstand gentle wear and tear. Right, so there you go. That was just uh, a little bit in detail about... So they say it's marble, but it's actually so like quickcrete? Yeah, it's that scaglia shit. Yeah, so, or whatever it's called. Scagliola. Yeah, scagliola. Like fucking scabies. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, and, and with the, like, it's along the same lines with the with the geopolymer rock. It's megaliths. It's the same thing. It's just created, it's like concrete in a bag. And so who knows? I mean, I, I don't know anymore. You don't know if anything's real. Is, you know, was this stuff old? Is it new? Nobody knows. Everybody's got a different opinion. Like you look at some of these statues of Egypt where they haven't taken apart and they're like placing the heads down with cranes. And like, mm. so it's like, oh, speaking, shit. speaking of Egypt, do you guys follow Night God at all? No. Seen him, yeah. Yeah. So he's too, saying man. the fucking Sphinx's eyes opened. Did you hear anything about that? Yeah, Night God's that guy that wears the hat and he does the TikTok videos and he, they're real short. They're cut twos. You, I think that you yeah. posted a video or two of him at Night okay. God 333. But yeah, he's a, he's solid. He's pretty cool. Yeah, dude, he's saying the Sphinx's eyes opened and it's like signaling the apocalypse, right? I was like, holy shit, that's, that's kind of wild. <clears throat> that's what everybody's saying these days. Like everybody. It's starting to become a... Yeah, well, the apocalypse is just practice. like... The apocalypse just means like uh, unveiling to reveal right like the unveiling yeah, right. so. let's see it you know what i mean we're ready for it man you know the, i think that you could go drive yourself crazy too if you just um because i agree with what you're saying matt that everything is it's tough to know what's real what's not you just got to entertain whatever is interesting to you like that yeah, keep it open mind but be protect your spirit too like don't fall for everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, sure. But at the and, same and time, entertain be... yourself as, as well. Entertain yourself. Like, don't, I hear all these people like, oh, I don't fucking watch movies or do this or do that. Dude, yeah. It's like, dude, fucking watch a movie, dude. Like, relax. <laughs> Turn off the conspiracy shit every now and then. Those same people don't yeah. jerk off. They don't get laid. They don't, yeah. you know, they drink just water. They're, they're right. vegetarians. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Oh, yeah. Keep it fucking real. <laughs> yeah. Like the other, the one episode I had, like a Balance. few episodes ago, I said, I said, smoke a dube, drink a beer, fucking <laughs> jerk off. Like yeah. keep those chakras balanced, you know. <laughs> Be you real, guys, man. Fuck. The new thing that people are saying is like they don't watch porn, and I think that it's the same thing. And I'm not. It might sound like I'm trying to set up a joke here, but I'm not. It's the same thing where like if you, if you actively don't do something, it's controlling your life just as much as if you're actively doing it. Like if you're sure like the whole thing with drinking, right? Like. I'm probably not probably I am an alcoholic. It sounds like there's two others here with me. And, you know, but it's part part of, I think, you know, just living your own life, doing your thing is like balancing it because I still go to work. I do my shit. I'm able to, to function. Oh, yeah. yeah. And if I were to quit cold turkey 
and be like, oh, man, I really want to drink right now, but I can't. That's still letting it control you. You're still thinking about it constantly. It's same with gambling, same with weed, same with fucking Coke. Probably I've never tried it. Same with porn. Yeah. So the moral of the story is beat off people. No, it's it's good. It's good for you. Nah, it's just do, do, do what makes you happy as long as it's not going to hurt somebody else. You know, I yeah, mean, well, like, fuck it. It's your experience. So why not? If, it, if, if you want to do, I mean, do it, isn't I mean, that I've where do what thou wilt should come in? <laughs> no, I've, I've seen so. chimpanzees. I've seen chimpanzees and orangutans jerk off and throw it, throw it at other monkeys. So. <laughs> they can throw their shit. I mean, why not? Stuff too, and man. if our DNA is 96 or whatever percent identical, then I mean, when in Rome. Yeah, but right? it is to a pig also. We're closer to a pig than a monkey, some are saying. Oh, now. yeah. yeah and grasshoppers and all yeah, kinds of things. Yeah, heard that. Like, we, we supposedly have the same DNA as like 98% of most of the planet. Yeah. No, yeah. it's like we're all connected. They just there's just a little tweak in each of us. Well, there's four dudes yeah. here. What do we think about semen retention? What do you guys think about that? It's not good for you. I feel for the girl afterwards. It's not just good, a dude. fucking fire hose. Dude, I fucking <laughs> I, dude. I went through that that religious phase. I went back uh 12 years ago. I held it in for three fucking months, man. Oh boy, dude. And I tell you, when I let it out, it was like fucking yellow. Oh, oh. yeah, it's not good, dude. I don't think it's good at all. I think you got, it's just got to be a balance, like we were saying, dude. You know? Huh? Yeah, but I think isn't doesn't well, nature benefit over if you really need to get rid of it? Uh, yeah, like well, a wet dream. Yeah. Well, I had. I mean, it's I not like dangerous. Dream, this fucking succubus cancer, quote yeah. unquote, very vivid dream. Where a succubus came, she was like dressed in PVC leather. She's four foot something, and she's jerking me off. She had a tail and white skin. She's jerking me off. I woke up and I was the hardest I've ever been in my entire life. And I, I prayed to God. I'm like, please let this go away. And it was, <laughs> it was crazy, dude. Dude, you, you know to what? Lay seed in the devil. What's that? Uh, you were yeah. about to lay seed in that. I could have. Ooh. What are we talking about? Hey, listeners, we clearly have no rhyme or reason. We have no segue. Well, it's Davy's we no wild dreams. We have yeah, no consistency man. tonight. Well, so the 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 benefits, like you asked, Andrew, the benefits are supposedly that females will be attracted to you on like a subliminal level because, like, going back to like the primal, like, like there's some pheromones real... are giving off pheromones. Or yeah, whatever. holding it in for a week is no fucking big deal. Well, you know I I would I would argue that to the death, Davy. I got to blow a load every. <laughs> every pretty often but the, the thing with yeah Alien. no the the idea with that is that like subliminally females are attracted to you but it's being pushed by a lot of these spiritual people that i really don't agree with on really any like, level up the energy. well so what if it is something to do with that what if keeping your semen inside you like that at, at to like massive levels actually does attract like dark energies and then they try and like you know fuck with you be like fuck succubus like that yeah, that's what happened to me. I don't want that to happen anymore, so I just blow a Supposedly, load. <laughs> it, keeps you, it keeps you strong because, you know, you're keeping... Tell me you off. clean the pipes before any big date. You're going out there with a loaded gun, man. Well, that's <laughs> your, that's the first test, right? That's the first test you got to pass. This is a jerk-off test because if you jerk off and, and you don't want to go, that date ain't happening. You yeah, know? exactly. If you oh, jerk exactly. off and you want to go, it's worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a good thing. I've also heard too that uh, like 
clinching. Like Sean, Sean O'Malley talks about this stuff a lot on his podcast. I love I don't know if any of you guys listen to that. But he he's like he's like a swinger, him and his chick like bang other people and stuff. And he's he's got a weird life. He's very spiritual. And Sean O'Malley, for those that don't know, is UFC fighter, big up and comer, lives in, in uh, Phoenix, actually. And um, he was talking about him and his friends will like kind of like half come like they'll like let half of it out. And I don't even know how you begun begin to do that. But they do yeah. that, I guess, when they when they do it. And it's supposedly oh, it, like it keeps him centered and all this weird well, stuff. Dude, hey, guess what? Dude, dude everybody if you has their, come, hey, it's all coming out. Everybody has their own kinks. You know, it is what it is. I mean, I don't know. I fucking I just everybody people are fucking day. weird right i mean you can you can find just about anything out there and somebody's doing it or into it and pushing it and it's like oh, yeah. whether it's whether it's sex whether it's drugs whether it's spirituality whether it's religion it's the same shit everybody's got their own little way of doing it and and you know just because someone's famous a bunch of people see it they're gonna be like oh i should try this you know yeah, like yeah. all those people that drink their own piss like come on man like Okay, that fine. You want to know, to be honest, have you looked into that at all? I haven't tried it, but like that golfer that had um, something like MS, it wasn't MS, but something similar was told that he was going to have it. He was going to keep degenerating for his entire life. And then he went to like Peru or something somewhere, somewhere weird. Um, not the Peru is weird, but he just went somewhere like that. You wouldn't think and changed his whole lifestyle up got treated by some like monk type dude. And this guy had him drinking his own piss, doing nothing but drinking his own piss. And he's like healed now. You know yeah, what I mean? That's one, again, a one-off, right? It's it's a one-off to that guy. You know, it's sure. not going to work for everybody. It, I don't know. I just, it's, it's, it's piss. It's excretion for a reason. Well, it has stem cells. It has all kinds of other stuff in it, supposedly. You know what I mean? Mm. So I don't know. I wouldn't want to try it. And I'm sure that you would to... Yeah, to each yeah. his own. I ain't drinking it. I'm sure you'd have to stop drinking booze or like smoking weed or any of that stuff because you wouldn't want, excuse me, you wouldn't want any of those things in there. But I don't know. I just thought it was kind of interesting because it's not something that's like touted in in mainstream medical knowledge. But neither is like that cesium chloride stuff that supposedly cures cancer instantly almost. You know what I mean? Julia had Kelly for chisel on her show. Uh, Kelly was talking about like her, she was wanting to like try it. And, I'm, and I, super I, I messaged, I, I told, I fucking messaged Julie. I'm like, <laughs> there's something fucking erotic about listening to chicks, but drinking, listening to chicks, drinking piss. Oh. Be like, you guys and I was like, some? so funny. Dude. Now, now I know, now I know you're going to be into two girls, one cup. After yeah, that. this dude, this dude, yeah. <laughs> Fuck Ryan <you>. agrees. Uh, <laughs> hey, but I, it's known that I'm a scumbag. <laughs> oh boy. It's well known. Dude, yeah, it's a, it, it is what it is, man. Like, uh, you know, the <laughs> science won't science won't fucking tell you that it could be beneficial. You know, like, let's hey, just hey, put, hey, it up, you, put that you up can, there. You can put science right in front of my face. I'm not drinking my piss, dude. I'm good. Right. Like, what if you filter it through a zero water filter? Dude, in Waterworld, Kevin Costner did it at the very beginning of the movie when the credits were still rolling. How do you how do you think anyone ever found out that it was beneficial? Someone had no choice at some point in time, and they had, that's apparently what they had to it was do. the yogis. The yogis in India yeah. they do it a lot. Like there's people yeah. that have different levels. There's a documentary we actually watched on it, and it was like 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 daily they'll have like they'll drink the stuff daily, and then they'll use like stuff that's been sitting there for longer periods of time for different things. Like the guy, this one guy showers in it, 
and all kinds of weird. Rub it yeah. in your fucking eyes. It gets rid of cataracts, apparently. Yeah, it's weird. And I uh, can see- and there was the old myth, too, that if you get stung by a jellyfish, you're supposed to pee on it. Mm-hmm. I heard that's bullshit yeah. now. I heard that's not that doesn't work or something. I don't know. And the athlete's foot, too, I heard. I, I, I wouldn't hesitate if I got stung by a jellyfish on my leg or something. I wouldn't hesitate to piss on it to see if it worked. Well, there were yeah. there were baseball players that would pee on their hands uh, right. to, to toughen up the skin on their hands. Or, oh, you know, shit. Like it's like soaking your hand in pickle juice, basically. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> what if you had like a fucking uh, like a hangnail? Like, like ah, fuck. Oh yeah, you'll feel that, huh? <laughs> Dude, so let's let's change tracks real quick because I being the Fourth of July urinary tract. Yes. No. <laughs> let's get away from the piss, Davy. We're getting out of the toilet, my man. <laughs> No, so uh, I don't know. I th- this year more than ever, I've had I had such mixed feelings about the Fourth of July. Like, I love this country, I love the people of it, but the way it's being run and the and the politicians and the just the venom coming out of Washington and all those everybody puppets out there and even even at the local level, you know, our local governor is is one of them. You know, and and I just it's so hard to celebrate the 4th of July like I used to knowing what I know now. I don't know if you guys feel the same way. Oh, it's not the same. Because because, you know, you have that you have that propaganda image in your head throughout your entire childhood. And then once you get to adulthood and you actually get interested in being intellectually honest, right, then you have to have some conversations with yourself. And a lot of people don't have those conversations with themselves. And that's, you know, herein lies the difference between, you know, most of us Americans. Well, what are some good things about the country right now? Why don't we try and find something good here since there's four smart individuals. I know, you know, Davey, you're in Canada, but still like, there's gotta be some good things. I pay attention to the U S dude. Like, yeah, he's a Dude, step step American citizen. Seventeen you percent know? <laughs> of my listeners are in Canada. Well, actually, Canada, most of the rest as, is for US. some reason as a whole. Not to get derailed here, but supposedly Canada uh, has overtaken the United States in podcast listenership, which I don't see that on my own show. They're all locked down. Are they locked down Dude, again? No, I'm just joking. Oh, I, like, I don't fuck it. Like I don't see it because like most of my fucking listeners are in the U.S. Like eighty yeah. percent. It's crazy. Okay. Interesting. Maybe that was bullshit. But yeah, I mean, what's good? What's good about the country right now, man? Other than the people, other than we got to be able to find something here. I mean, we're still kind of I mean, we're able to leave our homes kind of without getting shot. I mean, you can still I mean, good things. You can still you can still get necessities, right? You can still get food, shelter, clothing, fuel for your car you can still get everything you need to get you're living in a first world you know economically it's just politically this place is a shithole you guys you you guys have everything you fucking need and more so like what can you complain about really same up here in canada it's like it's davy you know why it's because we're fucking bored because people don't have anything to do they have too much free time they're they're too dependent on the government and at that point they're not going to speak out against it yeah 
and they're going to let the charade go and they're going to be that because uh, what what does the government need it needs two poles right it needs two ends because Always. without the energy going back and forth the middle is useless right it's a battery system and that's what we are in and those two poles have to be charged so they're going to do everything they can to get those two sides energetically charged so that they're useful in the middle right do you think there's anything significant about them them firing CERN back up the day after our country's independence, though? There's got to be. Uh, oh, there's, something, there's something to the seven, uh, seven, what is it, today? Or no, it's seven, five, it's 34. I forgot what the gematria, there's some gematria they said about it. Um, with 34, it's like, I forgot what it is. Something to do with CERN starting up again. But okay. I, I, supposedly there's some numeric value R to it. Ryan, I wanted to ask you this yeah. before. Did you did you say the white white hats are in control sarcastically <laughs> or <laughs> I'll let you think about it. No, yeah, definitely, okay. dude. I, I I'm yeah, very sarcastic. Okay, okay. Yeah. So you think we're going to shit that? Yeah, yeah. No, I've made it very clear of my own opinion. Um, and I appreciate the optimism on some people's parts. Um, I think it's going to get pretty bad, dude. I honestly, I think it is. And, and I hope I'm wrong, but, um, I mean, dude, diesel is almost $6, right. In, in my, in my area, I don't know what it is where you guys are, but I've heard that once it hits a national average of $8, that a lot of like the freelance, um, drivers are going to quit because it's just not, it, it doesn't make sense for them to, to work anymore my our uh so we get paid by mileage at my job we use our personal vehicles we're getting 54 cents a a mile um which added up pretty good like i have a nissan titan and so that truck is pretty heavy on gas it sucks ass right now it was sweet under trump to be honest even though i'm not a trump fan it was pretty dope fill that bitch up for like 50 bucks <laughs> and now it's like 100 plus to fill this thing up and instead of getting 54 cents a mile, they bumped it up, I think, 65 cents. So it's like over a dollar a mile now. Yeah. So it'll end up being a little better. But not every company is going to do that. I work for a massive company, one of the very biggest in the world. And like people, my listeners probably know, I just I wish that I didn't say it so many times when I was ha hating on them. Mm -hmm. But, you know, people know where I work. It's a massive company. A lot of these independent people aren't going to be able to do that. And so when gas goes up and diesel goes up specifically, Everything comes in on a truck. Every all your goods that you get come in on a truck. What's wrong, Davey? You're making a face. No, sorry. Just go, go ahead. Oh, yeah, that was that freaked me out. Stupid. I message, thought the zombies Jack. were getting you behind you. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, like, Shit. So I'm I'm in, in grocery stores all the time. And uh, I mean, I've been just in just about every grocery store here in Tucson. There is not much room in these stores because they go off of sales per square foot. So the back room where they hold shit is by lo logical standards, it would be much, much smaller than the sales floor because no one's going to the back room to buy shit. So the right. sales floor is huge, right? Back room's tiny. It doesn't hold shit. They get deliveries every day of the food and it, the, the grocery store looks full. But if they miss one delivery, dude, that store will be wiped. And that happened, Ryan, earlier this year, and people were freaking mm -hmm. out because they're like, oh, the shortage is coming. It's like, no, just a delivery missed that night. And that's what you that's when you notice it. That's when you'll start seeing a section of the shelves empty or bare, especially, you know, after a Friday night or a Sunday. 
Yeah. And to, an- to answer your question about what is still good about America, that's one of them right there. Is that that's how good we still have it. Yep. Is that sure. we can yeah. miss one truck and the average American starts to overreact and fear yeah, porn, yeah. freak out. Yeah, good point. It's like, you children, like, are you kidding me? You're going to live, like, take a breath. That's but there's, there's a lot of it. factors to all that shit, too. Like, the whole, like, thing where Canadians can't fucking, uh, the Canadian truckers can't go that are unvaccinated and shit. That's when we had the fucking Freedom Convoy, right? <clears throat> and we had, um, yeah. people were saying, oh, <clears throat> are you going to Ottawa, downtown Ottawa, for Canada Day celebration? And I had a friend who works with me and her dad, she posted a Twitter post. It was like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm not going to Ottawa with all those nut jobs. Those Nazis. Yeah. Like fucking retarded men. Yeah. It sucks. My TV told me that the people involved with that were crazy conspiracy theorists. You know, you know, what's funny, Davey is uh, (laughs) the Red Sox were in Toronto last week for base playing baseball. And, uh, their closer is unvaccinated, so he's not allowed in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Red Sox lost a game in the ninth inning because they didn't have their closers, you know. And the fucking venom that came out of the fans, like, oh, this guy's so selfish. All he had to do was get get his shots and just be part of the team and everything would be fine. But he's got to do it. He's got to, you know, be one of those guys. And it's like, holy fuck. You guys, these are the same motherfuckers that are out there bitching about my body, my choice for Roe v. Wade. But when yeah. it comes to a shot, it's such a double standard and a hypocrisy. It's like motherfucker. The Matrix should just implement the code, and the and the rest is it writes itself. Yep, it you does, know what I mean. Yeah. They yep. disseminate yep. the message, and then they just you know the useful idiots start regurgitating it mindlessly. It's and, fucking. And they disgusting. always have, and they always will. Yep. It's disgusting and, from our point of view, and it's also disgusting from their point of view. Every every point of view that we have, the truthers have, is disgusting to the non-truthers. Yeah, and, and for me personally, that's that's rooted in self-respect. I have self-respect. Yeah. Like I have a desire to be honest about the information I receive when um, I'm trying to interpret it and make sense of it. And I I, I don't know. I'm starting to think that a lot of the goal, you know, the big they, the big them's goal is exactly that, is to make it so. Did you just call out their pronoun? <laughs> the they, them. The big them. The big they, yeah. The big them. You know, they. <laughs> They're after us, man. They're all going to get us. The they, thems. <laughs> the zers. Everybody's they, them. No, but you know what I mean? Like, it's, there's. It, it, it is. It's like I just did an episode uh, where I, I talked about how we're ad- all adult children. And Moral Bob actually and me talked about that in my uh, 100th episode was how even even us, even, you know, I'm, I'm in my mid 40s now. And I still feel childish in certain respects. And it's a part of the program. You can't the use that though. The reason why the generations are so different and why you can see the differences is because there's definitely a concerted effort to social engineer most people's minds in a certain direction right and you can see it the older you get you can see it 
Well, your, oh yeah, for sure. And your mouse utopia brought that up too, right? I mean, that episode was fucking mind blowing, man. And you look at that, and then how? Scary. Not only not only did they do it on mice, but then they did it on an actual po- population using housing and that projects. Was, and that was shortly thereafter. All the stuff you just when you just did that episode on paperclip, we were going to talk about paperclip and the founding of the country a little bit today. But um, I listened to your episode episode actually Matt and I was like oh sweet I don't even have to bring up the Mars book you just did you knocked it out and I listened to that and and I got it right here uh, yeah it's it's funny that you say that so do I oh dude (laughs) I am like I can't uh, put the thing down now yeah the 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 part that we were kind of talking about in our group text too about how Truman didn't know like I don't know man that you know the the author of that part of it said that he was kept in the dark about it but who that's tough to to believe but anyway um yeah so you covered that so i don't know i guess we don't really have to talk about it today no no no. i think it's relevant show on it i think no and that's just paperclip though paperclip's only one piece of the whole thing what about the whole aspect of go ahead i was gonna say that's when that pruitt i go part happened too is that Ah, oh, you froze. Ah, uh, after you know, paperclip happened. Chrono run and program after program after. I mean, all the stuff that a lot of us podcasters are talking about right now. A lot of the old CIA operations came out of that era. Those twenty, oh, and that's 30 what years came out of paperclip. All started. Yep. Right out of paperclip came the CIA. It went from the OSS to the CIA. Then yep. you have, you know, you have science. Right, NASA comes out of paperclip. You have, um these wonder weapons that come out of it yep. you have all sorts of biological agents chemical and then the agents. nuclear race too you yeah. have nuclear i mean it just it, it, and then they get into they want to they they knew they were going to lose the war by about 1942 43 and were already planning for it so that the the germany would die but the reich would live on right that the nazi ideology would live on and it would just change teams and go you know they would basically sheep dip right Mm -hmm. and i think that speaks to like you know somebody once said that politics is basically wwe for people that think that they're smart and (laughs) it's a really it's a really good analogy and and because what we're talking about right now it's like there's the national uh you know us versus them like oh Russia versus Ukraine or us versus Russia or this country against this country, right? But within all of the people controlling those countries are these secret societies and these groups of people that we all talk about. So you can see when you look at history, you can see that the only way that the facts and evidence that a lot of truth seekers are finding, the only way that those things could be real and true is if there were colluding conspiring groups of people within these other big governmental business corporation groups whatever you know it's like groups within groups there's groups that have agendas within groups and they use the groups that they're in to further the agenda of the secret group that they're also in well and and and, and what did borman what did borman do at the uh, uh, during world war ii martin borman he set up 750 companies within germany to disseminate right to 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 break out the business so that it would separate 
the the corporate side of Germany or the Nazi Reich from the Nazis, even though they were still run by the Nazis, it was exactly. a front. And it's exactly and those same corporations are a lot of the corporations that are running our corporatocracy today. So yep. if you look Fourth at it, Reich, it's, dude. it's exactly. exactly it's that full circle like the Nazis didn't lose the war like paperclip was 1500 people. Right. That's a small little number. Granted, they had a, a massive impact because the, they were the biggest names in the game at the time. They got a bunch right. of other people on but board. That was Dude, only you know one aspect. Me- the other side of it was the business side. And that's where the genius lied because they set up all these shell corporations so mm-hmm. that they could go on. They would exceed whether they physically lived or died. Their There's ideology. a lot of that going on in Ukraine right now, too. Mm-hmm. A lot of the shell corporation yep. thing. Yep. And you know Shout what this makes Prescott me think Bush. of, dude? You know what this makes me think of? If I could ask Manly P. Hall a question, I would ask him, do you think the secret destiny of America was the rise of the Fourth Reich? What do you think about that? Huh. Was that the secret destiny of America that Manly P. Hall talked about? <clears throat> dude, I have a friend <sighs> who is a Freemason. And Deep, right? I, I know. And and he's like, I went up for coffee with him one day. He's like, dude, I listen to your podcast all the time. And the way that you think, I could have you initiated in the lodge within a month. I've heard that and before, I'm like, too. I said, no, thank you. I've heard people say and that. And I still, ha- I still have people. I have people accusing me of being a Freemason. Uh, like some of my listeners are oh, followers. Yeah. I'm like, dude, what the fuck, man? I so, thought you were so I got a couple buddies. Yeah, I got a more couple real quick, or, yeah, some sort of <laughs> real, real quick. I got a couple high school buddies that are Freemasons, and I've heard I've heard them say that before. Like a lot of people that are have certain knowledge because they've done the research, they've said that. Like you're yeah, as long as you're because they're not level. looking for retards, <laughs> right? I mean, right. They're yeah. looking for right. anybody that just thinks Correct. they don't Correct. want the they don't want the NPCs. They they'll take anybody from the other category. And again, right. Ryan, you can counter and say, "What if we're the NPCs?" I love that point of view too. <laughs> don't don't get me wrong, but I'm just saying there there are some people that you look in their eyes and there's nothing there. You know, it's just fucking. But, but you know real? what? So it's like, go, like I, get to I, that point. Go ahead. Oh, go sorry. Ahead. I was just saying, like, I I go and play bass for for my buddy's band, right? Who's a Freemason, and I I. I'm very musically oriented, right? So I, I'm not a bass player by any means, but I'm killing the fucking bass. I learned all the notes very quickly. Fucking right? slap that bass, Davey. Right, slap <laughs> that bass, man, right? And then, and it's like, so does he want me to be the bass player? Does he want me to fucking be a Freemason? Because he, he invited me a couple more yeah. times after that. He invited me a couple more times after that. He's like, oh, I got another fucking uh, bass player who's uh playing bass for us today and he's also a freemason and like, like do you want the whole band porno. to be a freemason what the fuck man all he have to be freemasons he's, he, he's <clears throat> orchestrating the psyop to get you in dude that's what right right yeah he's gonna slow play you man watch <laughs> that right? second when he gets I, two fingers together run yeah, don't call him, him within the first three days. I call him out. I call him out in almost every episode now. I'm like, I love this guy, but sorry, Steph, I'm not going to be a fucking but, Freemason. So, so yeah. So back to your question, though, Andrew, what do you guys think about that? About what? Oh, about, about that, the idea of like the the destiny of the United States is to be the fourth Reich. To be the fourth Reich. 
I think it's a big stretch because that was set up before the Nazis were even a thought, I think. But then you go back to like what Washington was and, and, you know, it's said that, that it's, that the country was set up on Christian values. It's clearly not true. Right. And it's clear. I, I really don't think that it's true either that it was set up by Freemasons. I think it was set up by someone else and the Freemasons are meant to be this fall guy of sorts, but at the same time, the Freemasons, are almost cartoonish to accuse of doing anything wrong at this point, right? There, you oh. see it in the in the Uvalde shooter. They're like, he's got a Freemason wind chime. There's a Freemason sticker on his windshield. All this crazy shit, and it's like, well, there's nothing really said about these like higher up organizations. You know what I mean? There's nothing said about like the even the Golden Dawn and like the Thule and like all these weird societies. No one ever talks about the influence that those have on right, on right. Freemasons. So I heard about one today. What was it called? It's some Irish and American union. Have you guys heard about this or maybe know the name of it? Oh, the ancient order of Hibernians. Have you guys heard of that? No, no, no. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's an Irish American alliance. You have to be born of Irish blood. Um, And all these, I mean, it's a weird thing. It seems like it has something. Ryan, I feel like, Ryan, I feel like you find a new society every day, (laughs) dude. I tried. I mean, so it's funny, man. I hear so much like every week. Yeah, (laughs) I I hear them from, believe it or not, Tim Dillon. My it's my favorite comedian podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And dude, he talks about he his Patreon, dude, is it's a different show that he had when he first started the show and then he blew up and he had to abandon all this shit. He has the best conspiracy podcast ever. In his, in he his had Patreon. to abandon it because he blew up. That's fucked up. I think, I think that's why, Gross. dude. Because, but dude, maybe, like he, people, he was, maybe he was trying. Main... Uh, people were trying to compromise him. Maybe. Yeah. Well, he or, means... or or he had some producer that was like, "You can't go mainstream. You can't get bigger unless you, you know." Well, he met Rogan, so he was doing the show with one of his like old buddies, this dude Ray Comp, who's like a really goofy dumb looking guy and he has like the dumbest sounding voice but he will like sit there and tell you about like keynesian economics and fucking you know uh all i mean just insane economic knowledge and like the the geopolitics like everything this dude is like really really smart with and then tim dylan's just a funny dude and so this show i mean i learned about all kinds of shit from the show i learned about philip marshall um michael hastings i learned about all this stuff because they would just talk about it and it'd be like 50 percent hilarious comedy 50 percent um deep dive conspiracies that no one has heard of and honestly i'm trying to to emulate that i'm trying to not copy it but that's what i try to do when i do my solo episodes they're not funny because i would feel like a psychopath if i'm like sitting in here cracking jokes and making like different voices while i'm just in a room by myself so i like you know kind of do more new you know (laughs) informational stuff when i'm alone we all co- we all copy shit in a way though anyway right so oh yeah no I, I mean i've i've said it many times did i think because it's the best show that and it's a shame that it's not out there for free for everyone that's why this dude's making a fucking quarter million dollars a month on patreon because that show is fucking insanely informative but also entertaining and i think that's hmm. the best way to get information out dude and i think that's how you get people that aren't necessarily prone to thinking like the earth's flat 9-11 was an inside job the fucking cia maybe doesn't care about the people in the country here or the world for that matter they talk about that stuff dude and and yeah, it got use me... humor to get the point across i like that 
Yeah. I mean, and it got yeah. me from looking into like the hacky conspiracies, like the stuff that when I first started, I would listen to tinfoil hat and I'd be like, oh, that's a cool topic. I'm going to see if I can find another angle. You know what I mean? That is sure. lame as fuck to me now. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, like find something that no one talks about. You know, I, you guys all do that, too. And I think that that's important, man, because there are so many things that you can well, find. I, I agree with you because there are times like we were talking about, like uh, there there are times where I'm getting ready to research a topic to do a show. And then someone also released a show all on that topic. And I had no idea. Yeah. And then I'll be right, like, right. oh, well, now. Yes, I did all this research. Yes, now I know about it. But now I, I've decided not to do a show on it because if this other person did it and did it in a way that I think that they got the point across, and you know they did a good job in a way that I think that I would have done it, or, or, or you know if they got the same information across, then I'm not going to go do that show, regardless if I even if I prepared to do it because. You know yeah, what I mean? You like, can, I you don't can bring your own perspective show. on it, though. Right. You, you, right. You could do that. But my point is, it, I think it's good if multiple people talk about the same things, especially if it's important stuff that more people need to know about. I agree with that. But I agree with you also, Ryan. Like, I don't want to do the same show that I've heard five other people do. You know oh, I mean? trust me. I, like when when Ron and I and then Shannon was was on that episode, too, when we did that Uvalde shooting episode. I mean, we weren't the only Uvalde shooting episode that was out there that oh, week. You sure. know what I mean? Everyone so had to talk about it at least a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So when there's a when there's a hard hitting thing that happens right then, I think it's kind of fun to cover it. It kind of gives you like a yeah. But I'm saying like, what about the people that just go the the guests right that go on the circuit and everybody does the same fucking interview with them? Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm it's saying. Like, I, dude, I I like to get unique guests on my show that not everybody or, or get somebody like, on and come from a different angle. You right, know, don't, right, right. Don't go at them from. Let them know. Hey, listen, we're not going to talk about the same shit you've talked about with everybody. Yeah. Else. Everybody. Well, I had I had, uh, I had Jay you set the expectation. Yeah. I had Jayhan Sator yeah. on. Uh, last night i put it out today and he was like cool man like i got to speak about things that i never get to speak about because you're such a good host right because i ask him questions that don't necessarily fit in with what he's been talking about on other shows right so it's For you sure. giving your unique perspective uh with the guests that you get right that's that's what i do right yeah yep. that's what it's about and it's fucking man. fun dude yeah, I'm uh, is... right now. I'm trying to get so check this out. This is... Oh no! Ah, you froze, you dick teeth. Sorry, I don't know if you guys have heard. You guys have you heard of uh, Royce White? He's a former pro basketball player that is yeah. running here in Minnesota against Ilhan Omar. Yeah, so this him, guy yeah. comes to my restaurant. This guy comes comes to your restaurant, pulls out his dick, <laughs> slaps it. Suck it. Says hello. <laughs> I'll be You're paying like, in change. That's the biggest white cock I've ever seen. He's, well, he's black, but yeah. Doesn't he have a tattoo on his head? Royce White? I believe he's so. very frozen right now. Yeah, he's gone, <laughs> man. This guy is... That's what I told him before. Before, every time he started talking like at length, he just froze. His shit oh, What's happening? Out. There you are. There you are. Welcome back. back. What is happening? We lost you at... You came into the restaurant. And he's gone again. It sounded like you said Royce White <laughs> came in. Yeah, I came into the restaurant and then that was it. Royce White came into my Found ass. Yeah, <laughs> so what happened with Royce White? Did you talk to him? I don't know what's going on with my connection, man. This is weird. 
Um, no, so he so he comes into my restaurant, and so I wanted I want to talk to him and see if I can interview him for my show. That was my point. I'm gonna say. Did you ask him now? So I don't freeze. Did you ask What's him? That? Did you ask him? Not yet. Not yet. I'm 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 working up to it now that I know that he comes in there like all the time. Cool. Yeah, I was gonna say that'd be the worst thing to do the first time that he comes in. And you see him, you're like, hey, will you come on my podcast? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You just ambush. Yeah, I gotta him. build some. Re- I gotta build some rapport first, obviously. For yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're smart just, about that. It crossed my mind. I'm like, hey, you know what? You know, my buddy knows you. One of the other bartenders went to school with him, so I'm like, yeah, we'll see. Nice. See if I can angle for it. So we'll see. Just write him a note when you pat when you give him his bill and say, "Will you come on my podcast?" And then a box and a box that say no and yes, and just yeah. say check it and leave it. And then and he was he was actually just on Tim Pool, so I mean he doesn't need to come on my show. Clearly, he's got <laughs> someone putting him on. Yeah, I heard him on uh, Drinking Bros a while ago, and that's where I first heard of of him talking with um with those dudes. And yeah, he's um. I don't think he stands a chance, unfortunately, but I, I'd love to see him to see him beat uh, that fucking bitch that I don't think. Yeah, he was on Bannon's show, too, talking about Bannon Productions. So, dude, I can't believe I used to like that show, man. Oh, that guy's that guy is uh, he looks Bannon? like SpongeBob when he had the suds. Have you guys ever seen SpongeBob? <laughs> He's, He's a fucking a, warlock, dude. He's such a piece of shit. He is a, a wizard of sorts, right? He's got some. He does chaos magic and shit. Yeah, interesting wow. dude. Yeah, he's a dirtbag, and you can see it in his face. Like his 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 lifestyle, his, his whatever he does seems to have aged him in a very weird way. Like because the was, guy doesn't. He look was normal. Trump's advisor, right? His uh, chief of staff chief for of a short staff. amount yeah, of time, yeah. for yeah. a year and a day, just so he could get the White House benefits, and then they fired him. Yeah. Uh, so he has secret security and shit, right? Yeah. No? Yeah, he had all he got all the White House benefits. So huh. as long as you're there for a year. Interesting. And so it's just a game they play, you know, and then he gets fired. And then what happens, you know, a couple weeks later, all of a sudden Q pops up. Right. It's like, oh, coincidence. Yeah, man. It's interesting. That stuff, I haven't touched that stuff in a while. I, I need to get back into it. I've been looking into like weird shit lately, but I want to kind of get back into that more real world stuff. You know, like go that. where the creator leads you and you are the creator, right? See, I, I can't do it, right. I don't give a fuck about digging into these people anymore. Like I love listening to other people do it, but I have no interest whatsoever. In just looking. take everything that you know and just uh, put it like apply it, right? That's all I do. Yeah, I try to look into and like research hard and and you know the the idea of me being the creator, I I disagree with that philosophy. I know that that you that you've subscribed to it, Davey. I think that it's very Aleister Crowley-ish and I think that it goes back to the whole Freemason thing of worshiping the creation and not the creator. And it's something that's really complex and I'm not acting like I understand it fully. But um yeah, I well, I, I I give everything back to who created me right and that's that's who i roll with is my god my creator it's like dude it's it's not really me because there's nothing new under the sun right it's everything that we do it's nothing new right so like even what the things that we say is like an echo chamber right so it's all the same shit 
but we have to just keep doing what we're doing and give glory to our creator. That's what I do. Right. Yeah, I do. But I try, I try so hard, especially lately to do things that no one else has done on episodes. Not that I'm like fucking killing it. Cause sometimes my episodes, like I listened to that last one that I did. I repeated myself a lot. You know what I mean? When I'm talking about the, uh, the, the, the Shanghai King, the, uh, classical mountains and seas. I repeated myself a lot. It is a subject that no one's really familiar with, so it's okay, I feel. But like if you type in classical mountains and seas, you're not going to see any other podcast episode on that from from at least Apple podcast. Same with the five sons. Um, so I'm trying to do that more. Yeah, later. you're my Treya thing was fucking awesome because I Thanks. looked into that very yeah. early oh, yeah. on in my awakening process uh, about 2000 and nine or ten and it freaked me out dude i told you that before weird it was was like is he the antichrist you know who knows but i think you know maybe we are supposed to do what maitreya or jesus did maybe we have that that power within us to do that but it's been hidden from us right yeah the i I would just say that anyone because yeah they 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 paint the picture of maitreya really nicely and I would say um, anything that the United Nations is promoting at this point, I'm against, basically. It could yeah. sound oh, yeah, great. For sure. Yeah. It could sound great. And I said it, I've said it many times, you know, the devil doesn't come to you and say that I'm going to fuck you and fire for eternity. He says, you're going to have everything that you ever wanted. And that's how like, it sure. comes to you in a very appealing way. And um, that's like you know, the cipher the- dilemma from the Matrix. What's that? I'm not familiar with that. So, like, you know, how cipher. This guy, every time it was, uh, I told happens? you every time he goes, and he talk. said, uh, you know, like if you would, if you would have told me, if I would have known the truth about that red pill before you gave it to me, I would have told you to just shove it right up your ass, put me back uh, in. I want to taste steak, make me famous, you know, uh, make me rich. Yeah. He's like, I'll just take the bite of the steak and I'll be oblivious to everything. And he, right? it, yeah. And he betrays it. It's funny else. because I've been playing this game today, uh, on playstation uh called chocobo's dungeon which is sounds kind of gay but it's pretty awesome uh (laughs) but anyway the people in the town are uh there's like this bell in the middle of the town and when it rings it makes everybody fucking forget everything they ever knew and then (laughs) you come in and you know you're like okay well, I didn't forget everything yet. And they're like, that's because the bell hasn't rung. And then when, when the bell rings, you forget everything. And then your little chocobo fucking dude has to go into your memories and unlock your fucking forgetfulness and shit. It's Jesus, crazy, man. Dude. And like they, they call it the bell of oblivion. And they say the mayor of the town is like, dude, if you, if you don't remember everything, you don't remember anything, then there's no peace. Uh, then there's peace there's bliss there's everything right because that's some you squid don't, game uh, shit yeah dude it's it's wild man i was it's like a video game shit. yeah on computer uh ps4 what the fuck dude the games yeah, are getting it, so good man and i i don't i, I don't care about it anymore because i like call of duty and call of duty got so weird but those sound dope oh it was it's great man it's you all play this little kind of chicken guy and you fucking run around in, in the dungeon and shit. But the story is like, you know, uh, the mayor is like, oh, yeah, you just you, if you forget everything, then there's there, there's there's nothing but peace and happiness and bliss and joy. 
Well, that ties in with that dude. What's his name? Uh, Fucking Klaus Schwab, uh, his butt buddy, Harari. Yuval Harari, dude. He's saying that humans are programmable now. Yeah. Well, due to uh, to Andrew, to your point, you know, you mentioned the stake thing and something will kind of trigger it in my mind. Um, and I think that I've talked about it on here with you, Matt, and, and I don't know if we talked about it this last episode that we did with all those great guys and, and Janet, um, how the quality of meat at the grocery store has depleted. And then also, I don't know if we mentioned this, but you can I don't know about you guys and honestly answer like 100 percent honestly. When you go to the gas station, do you smell the gas like you used to? Like, does it smell the entire area up or no? It's funny that you say that. The last time I got gas, I tried to smell it because I saw that video that was going around where the guy was like, dude, I don't smell gas anymore, man. What are, what are they putting in gas? There's something to that because it, it does not smell as strong as it once did. That's true. Yeah, it's definitely not right because I, 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 my fucking, uh, the gas whatever they are nozzles around here all fucking leak so after i get gas i grab a paper towel and i always put it so it doesn't get on the side of my fucking truck Mm -hmm. and dude when i first moved up here you could smell it now it it barely smells at all like if you get on your skin it's not nearly as potent as it used to be okay so let me ask you davey real quick do you smell gas when you pump gas i do um i actually work at costco right so sometimes they put me from the parking lot to the gas station and i'm like okay and so all i really do is just stand around and make sure people don't fuck up uh paying for the the pumps right but sometimes people will uh they'll overfill their tank and it spills out right yeah and then you can fucking smell it you can smell it from like a mile away that's weird i wonder if they're Mm. giving you guys different shit because you're the only canadian here i'd be interested to know but the one thing too is that um had the two had, had Andrew and, and Matt, have you guys had COVID? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Do, do you notice that it's kind of tough to smell other things now too? Cause I don't smell shit anymore. You know, it's weird, Ryan, my, whatever I make first in the day, the first thing I prepare food wise, that smell is stuck in my nose that entire day. Dude, that's, that's crazy. Weird. Every time I leave my apartment after I cook for like the next day and a half, the only thing I smell in my apartment is that's what it. I cooked that day. That's Dude, weird. I can't figure it out. Cannot hmm, figure it out for the life of me, man. I'm I have not a different. That. Yeah, I have a way different. No, experience. I do cook I bacon a lot. So that's it. Same here. My, but my kid, my kid likes bacon. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, when I make him pancakes things like that uh oh. i made cinnamon rolls was another one i had that stuck in my nose for like two days his he wanted cinnamon rolls for breakfast and dude if you guys not to completely derail right here if you guys like bacon do the butcher box deal right now i don't know if you guys heard of butcher box but every monthly time you get meat from butcher box like you it's a subscription meat service you they just send you shit packed with dry yeah, I've ice heard about it. i've heard about They're, it yeah. they give you a pound of free bacon for life of your order what Every, dude yeah if you if you order right now you have to use a promo code for um it's dangerous world no i'm just gonna it's some fucking podcast i was getting I ready to say <laughs> dude i wish i was sponsored by them dude i'd be having meat i'd buy a big freezer and fucking shove oh, it yeah. oh yeah but oh, yeah. i also oh, heard yeah. that it's kind of like almost right now it's almost like a savings account when it comes to this shit because you're getting they send you too much meat to eat in the box so you're freezing <clears throat> meat right and meat's going up. This is high quality shit. I'm actually going to reach out to them to see if they would want to sponsor the show. But 
I guess the promo deal that they're doing right now, it used to be a pound of ground beef for the life of your order. Um, but I'm sure that cows are probably too expensive now. So they switched to bacon, which is a premium fucking meat. You know what I mean? Like bacon's expensive, <laughs> but getting that shit for, uh, for the life of your order, dude, can you imagine a freaking pound of bacon? So every time you order, you right get a now. pound of bacon. Every, how no, it works. Uh, so it's a subscription service. So I think yeah. it's like 40, depending on the size of the box you want, you, you, every like two weeks or every month, however, the frequency that you want, you get the the order and it's a fr- they put on top of that order yeah, that you that you get on, on top of that you get a pound of bacon. Yeah. So if you have a monthly monthly subscription every month when your order comes you get an extra pound of bacon. Yes. Damn, that's dope. Lovely, right? <laughs> is, oh. it like, is it like grass-fed beef and shit? Everything supposedly really responsibly sourced. It's called Butcher Box, dude. I want to check cool. them out for sure like cool. to, uh, to see if they'll sponsor hey, but if like, you find that code shoot it to me. I think it's Yeah, uh, me too. I think it's it's garbage. I think it's called it's from Are You Garbage, the podcast. Okay. Are You Garbage? So, I mean, just double check like uh, you could just type in like a podcast sponsored by ButcherBox and they all have the same deal because it's the same promo and just whichever one you want to support. But yeah, dude, I, it's it's pricey because it but you can pick like your seafood box, all beef mixed uh, dealer's choice and you just get a fucking box of meat in the mail, dude. And it just sounds oh, yeah. like a dream to me. That sounds fantastic, dude. As long Lovely. as it's well sourced, I'm in. I'm- yeah. And then another thing, I guess Jeffrey Star, and this is something that Kim told me. You guys know who Jeffrey Star is? Uh, no. <laughs> no. So he's Sounds a, like a uh, trans guy. He is a trans dude. That oh, we will him oh. up already. Right? Last well, show. So, uh, for what? <laughs> you guessed right. We looked <laughs> him up two master debaters ago, remember? What in what context? On on the show, we had the we had his Instagram up. I f- sometimes I feel like I have Alzheimer's, dude. I, I that's Me so too. crazy. I don't, Honestly, yeah, I, don't I, I feel like it too. Don't worry, you're not. But you're not so blown. one, I hope that we didn't talk about this then, because I found this actually kind of like notable, something something good that that this dude's doing. Even though it could be some weird ulterior motives here, but he's uh, sourcing yaks out of Wyoming because Ooh. yaks can't be treated poorly like cows can. They're not as resilient, so they have to be treated well. They have to have a good diet in order to live, like a natural diet. And so he. Yeah. I guess has some store in Wyoming and they sell out. They open one day a month to, to get rid of the yaks and they sell out right away because it's not big enough yet. And so people are trying to get into that. It's cheaper than cows. It's more like responsibly sourced. And uh, dude, I'm all for that, man. I, I, you know, I love the taste of the a cow. The problem is, is when you start increasing the scale, right? And that's, that's when things usually get wild, right? And that's but when you they mutate start- them that's when they start having to supplement right like and kfc with their chickens they fucking pump them up and make them look uh, you know they're fucking massive chickens well they 3d print those now honestly that's how that, oh, that's shit. how KFC are you serious yeah the kfc like all that meat is 3d printed holy fuck and dude you know what today man i went to dunkin donuts because they have this like quote-unquote healthy sandwich i know it's not healthy but it doesn't feel like shit going down and dude, I took a bite of it. It's turkey sausage, egg, and then English muffin. No shit. There was a piece of plastic in the turkey sausage that I could visibly see. Like I, oh. I, I was chewing it. Oh my god! I was like, is, it, is this a pepper or something? And I took it out, and it was a little U-shaped, tiny, tiny piece of plastic. And I was like, I'm never going there again, dude. Like the quality. Where, of the where food. was that, Ryan? Huh? Subway. Where, where was that? No, at uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Did I say Subway? Oh fuck! Yeah. 
no, I didn't know what you said. Yeah, Duncan is what I meant. Did I say Subway? See, no, I'm I think you said Duncan, dude. Okay, I was going to say, Jesus Christ, I'm losing my fucking... I had a bad experience in <laughs> no, Subway. No, I said uh, I hate uh, Subway, dude. I, I've had the same yeah. experience in Subway. A couple I, weeks ago, I got a meatball, a meatball sub from Subway. And the third meatball that I bit into was fucking... It was uh, a goat the, testicle. I was going to say, it's a ball. It was the fucking... Uh, plant-based shit like a black bean thing well dude the tuna there is not even tuna <laughs> it's like, like it's a it's a seafood like the dna test on the tuna sandwich it's not even tuna dude all this stuff is getting unsustainable people are need are gonna need to start farming locally and like having farmers markets locally oh yeah for sure dude everybody's in trouble like that's yep. That's why We're I like the idea of the go backwards stuff. to go forward kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, look at all of the fast food restaurants. I mean, do oh, any of them produce anything yep. that's edible? Everything is <laughs> synthetic. You know, McDonald's it's all- produces human. You guys know the healthiest <laughs> fast food though. One of the healthiest fast foods that'll blow your fucking Wendy's. mind. What? Taco Bell. Get out. Swear to God, dude. Look it up. Taco Bell. Um, their shit's actually relatively healthy for what it is. Um, I'm not saying like it's gonna make you yeah, lose weight. Yeah, it's partial meat, right? It's, it's partial actual meat. meat. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's actual meat mm-hmm. that they have. There's additives in there, like like um, fillers, right? Yeah, they yeah. did a study. They said 33 percent of the meat is not meat. Yeah, it's something yeah. else, dude. It's as long meat. as they throw, as long as they <laughs> throw some fucking sour <laughs> cream on that fucking tube meat, I'm gonna go. <laughs> Hey, I'll tell you right now, I was elated when the Mexican pizza returned and they're working on a new item, which is a cheese it tostada that I'm going to nut in if I get a chance to get <laughs> because they have they have this. They I think that the boardroom and the, the people that create the menu are just a bunch of stoners that get in there and they're like, what can we oh, guarantee well, the they came out with the crust with the Dorito, Dorito crust taco? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what was it? They came out with the crust Dorito taco, which is such a stoner move. Oh yeah, that's a winner too. The cool oh. ranch one. Oof, yeah, boy. sir. Like the cheesy step aside. Crunch. You know what I mean? Yeah, Even no. That cheesy some... gordita crunch any day. Yeah, I, I'd get down on some Taco Bell. That's still probably here. the only Lunchies. fast food joint I'd still hit if I had to. Like, and we're talking desperation. I'll, I'd still rather hit up a mom and pop deli any day. Well, dude, Ghost's white trash ass today. He made uh, the remember the Inchorito from Taco Bell. Yeah, he, he homemade Inchoritos at his house today. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing at him, dude. They looked bomb. They looked really good because he like made them on his like Blackstone and shit. He was like, that he... guy that used to make the Bloomin' Onion by hand. Dude, I've done that. That is a pain in the ass. I've tried it's a it dirt too. Dirtball move, but it's but worth it, it. Yeah, it's worth it. Yeah, dude, delicious. And then trying and to get that say, sauce right. That sauce was always tough too until the internet ruined it. Yeah, I'll say I I think that we can appreciate a Bloomin' Onion. I think that that oh, is. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with a little. It's one of the few good qualities of. Only if you like a blooming asshole in the morning. Nah, I've never had a problem. (laughs) I'm gonna shut my ass out with that at all. Ouch. Well, let me. So let me ask you this, because I'm gonna do that show, and and maybe, um, maybe you guys would would get down on this. It seems like we're kind of wrapping up here. Out of the those three major uh, fast food chains here in the U.S., I don't know what you guys have in, in Canada, but Applebee's, Chili's. Outback Red Lobster is one. Um, any go-to corporate food chain that is a sit-down, not a not a not a fast food, but a sit-down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Davey, you got one? Well, what's your question? Go to. 
like your go-to out of like Applebee's, Red Lobster, Olive Garden. Um, I'm I'm trying to kind of stick with like those like sit down casual fast ones because this yeah, kind of also lets people know how much of a piece of shit you are and how classy you might be. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, Red Lobster. Okay. I like little admirals. Dead, little like admirals. Feast? Dead mobs. Dead mobster. Okay. Uh, I I I can get down <laughs> on some Cheddar Bay biscuits and an admiral's feast. I like that. Oh yeah, for sure, dude. Okay. Andrew? It doesn't really bother me too much either, stomach wise. Oh, I'll fuck um, up a couple lobster, dude. I don't know if you guys ever been to Bonefish Grill. It's kind of a chainy restaurant. No, we're talking like nationwide, dude. Nationwide. Yeah, yeah that's be. fine dining, Andrew. That's that's, that's way too high class. Dining. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, we're um, talking like uh, Outback. Um, like I said, Applebee's, Chili's. Let me just say too, Southwestern Egg Roll. Not gonna kick out of the car. You know what I mean? They're, they're those things are good. Uh, you know what? Mine's got to be TJ Fridays. Okay, acceptable answer. It's close to my house. Anything. Yeah, yeah. The barbecue shit. I'll eat there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're actually getting Sonic up here now. Finally, oh. that's one of the best fast food chains, dude. Love Sonic. Yeah, love Sonic. I'm waiting for it to come up uh, near me. Uh, one of my favorite fast food joints is Arby's. Oh yeah, Ugh. the Hero. Yeah, dude. Fuck that. The dude, Euro's the fucking good. quarter, Fuck like the fucking half pound fucking bacon and cheddar, dude. Oh yeah. I'm not a big fan of the bacon cheddar. <laughs> the, their fish sandwich is actually really good. I'll get a little ballsy with some uh, with some uh, fast food. I'll get the fish. Dude, I'll dabble. It's got to be fucking Arby's roast beef sandwich, man. Like what the fuck, dude? I've, sauce? <laughs> dude, I've never so been good. like you know what I could. I've never been like, you know what I could go for right now, dude? A filet of fish. No, not a filet of fish. Not a filet of fish. Dude, that's my favorite things to get. One of my favorite things to get at McDonald's. The McRib is back. It's got no oh. human in it. Yeah, the filet of the fish, fish. Who knows what's in there? I was going to say, too, you know how they have the imit- imitation crab, that tuna at like it, like the imitation crab spelled with a K and that subway, that tuna is spelled with two O's. Like yeah. Tuna. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's gross, dude. Matt, do you have a favorite restaurant? Casual? I'd go Olive Garden. I could fuck up some breadsticks, man. Yeah, see, we lost Olive Garden years ago. Acceptable answers, all of you. Y'all passed. Yeah, the older you get, Olive Garden's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, (laughs) man. Free salad and breadsticks? Can't go wrong. Dude, I heard this comedian from the Drinking Bros, because everyone's in the military except for this one dude. And he was like, yeah, I've done three tours of Italy because <laughs> it's like his fucking military missions, dude, like the tour. I thought that shit was funny, man. But the tour of Italy is nice. Um, yeah, man, that was all I had as far as the questions go. I like asking a trashy question at the end. I think last time with Emily, we did uh, your favorite trashy childhood food. Yes. But this is a nice, nice question. I like that Craft so. dinner or zoodles on toast. Yeah. If any of you said Applebee's or Chili's, I think our friendship <laughs> would be over. Hey, I'll That's... tell you, dude, Chili's has stepped up their game. You probably haven't been there in a while. I'm Chili's. I, I was going to go Red Lobster all the fucking way, all the way. Um, but the Southwestern Egg Rolls pound for pound are one of the best appetizer menu items out there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Can't argue That's that. Chili's. Favorite yeah. childhood okay. foods. Uh, fucking you, to- you take two pieces of bread, you put it in the toaster and they pop up, you butter them up and then you fucking heat up a can of zoodles and you pour it on top. And you're good to go. What the fuck is that? That's yeah, what is zoodles. <laughs> zoodles is like fucking uh, like pasta with tomato sauce. Spaghettios. Yeah, pretty Spaghettios. much. Yeah. Spaghettios, Spaghettios on toast. Yeah, dude, it's great. 
What the oh, fuck? God. I've never heard of that. Dude, it's that so takes good. Cake. That's like some you gotta put, tomato. You gotta put butter on the bread though. That's the key. It's and then like it gets it all soggy and it's just like. Davey, you might have to be my first episode on this trash bag uh, episode thing that I want to do. I'm literally, I want to do a thing. I'm down, dude. I'm down. I love that. I love that. Are you garbage podcast? And that's all that they do. But it's with comedians. And I want to do it with conspiracy podcast hosts, but like kind of different. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's dude. literally like just nasty questions and stu- like humiliating questions. But it's so one of the fun. worst things. One of the worst things. OK. <clears throat> um, living in my haunted house. Uh, back when I was like from the age eight until I was like 12, uh, my sister cooked pancakes for me and my best friend. But she didn't wash out the pan beforehand. That a girl. And she made, she made fish <laughs> in it. So it was Ooh, fish oh pancakes. Boy. And my, my, buddy, my, my buddy will never let me forget about that shit. He's like, that's the fucking most disgusting ever thing I've ever tasted. Ooh. It's so funny, dude. <laughs> Yeah, that's nar nar. Oh boy. Yeah, good times, dude. Everyone's yeah. trash bag. All right, people. gentlemen, I think this is a good spot to wrap it. Let's go around dude, the Why horn. is it every time that I get on your show, Matt? Yeah. I have the last word because you're like, yeah, I think we're gonna wrap it up. Oh, <laughs> well, other than the fact that we're going on two hours strong here. Right. Uh, I, I like to keep these under two hours because sometimes they get unmanageable. Like last week, last week I didn't realize. <laughs> fucking three hours but it was one of those that where the conversation was so good you don't notice it can Um, i tell you one story guys before we wrap it up no we're leaving davy fuck you (laughs) let's go make it quick i told it on my last episode of the intro but uh the house that i lived at where my my sister cooked uh fish pancakes but it, it was it was haunted right like i heard i had three events uh where i heard voices and uh somebody else heard it with me uh but i drive by there all the time and i drove by there yesterday and finally somebody was outside and so i went up to them and they're a a younger brother and sister right like the guy's 22 and the girl's probably like i don't know 18 19 whatever uh but i i just went up to them i said look i don't want to disrespect you and i I, I just want to find out some shit, right? But have you had any paranormal encounters in your house? And they're like, the guy was like, oh, I don't believe in that kind of thing. But, and he pointed at his sister and she was smiling, right? And she was like, dude, I had a fucking female whisper into my ear my name, which was Katie. She's like, Katie, right? And then she was in the bathroom one time and she like, uh, she felt like somebody stroke the small of her back. And I'm like, holy fuck. So this confirmed for me what I was experiencing when I was a kid, right? And then I was like, look, my first episode of my podcast, I explain all the stories of the house that you're fucking currently living in. Right? So, yeah, it was pretty fucking wild, dude. Mm. That's not so, she listened to it. Yeah, I think so. I saw one view <laughs> <laughs> pop up after that, right? So yeah, dude, it's it was wild, man. Like it just confirmed everything, you know. Because that for me was like uh one of the seeds that was planted in my life to be spiritually awakened, right? So like, if the, the people want to find that episode, Davey, where can they find it? <laughs> 
Thank you. They can find it at Red Pill Cartel Podcast on Spotify, Anchor, fucking Apple, everything. Baby, we love what you're doing, buddy. Keep it up. Thanks, man. I'm trying. Hey. (laughs) Andrew, thank you for joining us again. I I love it when you come on, man. We got to have you on more often, too. When you're available, let us know. Monday nights, we love having you. Yeah, I'll, I'll come whenever I can, man, for sure. Definitely. Where can we that find your once stuff? Once a day. <laughs> uh, you can go. You can go to politicsandpunkrockpodcast.com, Buy a t-shirt. Donate to the show. Read the show notes that I'm like 15 episodes through. Finally, um, and then I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all your favorite social media accounts. Andrew for America. Uh, I'm out there. Not a hard guy to find. Ryan. Yeah, dude. Always fun. Uh, I like this one is a little more chill, more in the spirit of Fourth of July because our country has become a joke. So this episode could be a little goofy, I feel like, right? It fits. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we talked, we touched on some serious shit. And then we uh we got into red lobster and subway talks. That's always good. Um, Andrew, thanks a lot, dude, for that shout out. That was really nice, man. It's always cool to like just get a little shout out from somebody doing the same thing you know what i mean like the whole podcast shit it's oh for sure man everybody everybody that i've ever talked about on my podcast i i would not be talking about you if i didn't think that you're doing a great job and i didn't enjoy your work so of course yeah i appreciate it genuinely it's very nice um but yeah yeah, man and uh you know just always having a fun here on monday i left you andrew a review um, and I got I got two phones, dude. So I left two reviews for you on Apple. So you got <laughs> you got fucking yeah. fresh hot reviews coming in. I uh, appreciate it. But what, hold on, one's five star, yeah. one's one star because I like to be down the middle. You know what I mean? So it's, no, I'm just kidding. I gave you two fives. No, I gave you two fives, dude. It, you, it, Stop really... talking shit about progressive lefties, Andrew. God, it's only been fifty episodes. Yeah, no, I left you two five stars, man. I appreciate that very much. And uh, yeah, it's just a fun, fun deal, dude. And uh, Monday nights are always my favorite night of the week, like you say, Matt. But uh, what about you, dude? Dude, I love what you're doing with the Master Debaters, too. Those little intros are awesome now. I look forward to those every week, dude. That's really cool idea. Well, I hope I'm trying to hope. I honestly, honestly hope that it bumps your numbers up and then it'll also get more people to listen to that episode twice. I know they might not listen to it in its entirety. But hopefully, because I, I always plug it multiple times, like you can hear this same information a week earlier over on Great Deceptions feed. So I hope people are coming over there and doing that and, and then listening to your other shit, too. It's, I'm sure they are. Yeah, up. slowly. Yeah. Yeah. It'll slowly do it, I think. So good. Yeah. What so about you? yeah, you can find everything on the Great Deception podcast. Instagram's <clears throat> the main way to find me. Uh, all my link trees in, in the bio there. I got a YouTube. Uh, there's a Patreon now if anybody wants to donate. And then uh, we got merch. We got T-shirts. Uh, so, and by the way, I, I have a beef with Teespring, and we're going to get into that eventually. They're, they're, that's an interesting way to do business. But, hey, it is. Hey, I was going to tell you, Matt, I, I was going to wait until we weren't recording. If you want, I can print the shirts, it looks like, that you have that they have printing. Like the ones that you have them doing right now yeah i can print those i can only go up to four colors yeah but your your designs don't have more than four colors so if you want i mean the offer's there oh nice i appreciate that brother of course and with that everyone stay strong question everything